are now walking in the hurts world. You are now walking into hurts world. Aye. Discussion that we need to hear. Topics they be scared to touch. Potters say we do too much. Hurt, I think they scared of us. Meaning this is filled with hits. How you turned up like a jit. You are now in Hurt's world. If you love a hatchet chick, you are now in Hurt's world. 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 Amelia. And right now, you're in the mix with my daddy. Casual. Turn up. Turn up. Okay, go.
Trapper slash rapper slash bad Snatching come here. Baby mama mad She said you live like a bachelor So what? Sold a hundred pounds Then gave 10% to the pastor Church. Keep going up the ladder hey. They mad, make them matter hey. Told my son when I'm gone You gon' be a rich little yeah. Pointers on me hitting Leave a dizzy oh. All my old feeling salty Yeah, yeah M.I.D. I'm talking about why you doubt me Yeah, yeah But I still miss you Can you call me? Yeah, yeah I heard I changed that you still balling Yeah, yeah She used to bust the scripts for me at Walgreens pull up, pull up. Smuggling, I call What's my calling? Hey, hey Foes on the Mercedes That's major uh, uh. Whole gang going crazy That's major uh, uh. Millions on the table, that's major. Uh, uh, I turn dirt into diamonds, that's major. Yeah. I put a four in a twenty ounce and been drinking. 
If you with the squad, I give you my holler. Find me, yeah. I was fighting some demons, and it feels I'm deep in. I was raising a deep end. I know be sinking. Take your go deep in, but I give it back while you tweaking. Come around with that rah rah. Really, you that on the cement? Well, the gang we ain't playing fair. Matter of fact, we don't play at all. OG was in the L, but we better run till we stick it all. Putting on the front, but we better fall. We don't kill them dead, we don't kill them all. I might spend a ten when I'm in the mall. I was on the bed with it in my drawers. Hit that smoke and I'm blacking. Hit that smoke and I black out. If you run, blow it back down. I was gone, but I'm back down. These gon' fall, but I never back down. In the school I was trapping. In the school you was class clown. The mini mix is exclusively brought to you by Lakeisha Henderson, real estate agent with White Tree Realtors SPM. And I want to say in front of everybody, we do appreciate Lakeisha Henderson. She was one of the first to jump aboard sponsorship for the mini mix, so we appreciate her for jumping back on the mix. Now, if you're looking to buy, sell, rent, commercial, and residential properties in Tennessee, Lakeisha's our girl. You can find her on Instagram at I Got the Keys underscore 901. Or check out everything she's got to offer online at Lakeisha Henderson thehomebuyerschoice.com Until next week, keep it casual, cherish always salvation, unity, and life. Big Herc, it's your world. What you got this week? They're mad because Moneybag money bag Yo looks like us. And they're like, oh, bro, it's basically their brother coming into the t-shirt shop, a black-owned mm-hmm. t-shirt shop, like, bruh, come on, brother. You, I know right. you said 40, but you got me, though, right? Right. That's basically right. what they're doing. Y'all know how we do. It's me, the Big Herc. And you tuned in to Herc's World, man. Season 3, episode 16. Um, Sweet 16 is what we going to affectionately call this one. While I'm not really ready, I'm supposed to have earphones in my ear, and I ain't do that. Um, So if you're watching this on YouTube, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting my hood back on because um, I don't have a haircut. And if you don't like it, you can judge your mama. Um, cause she got hair on her chin anyway. Anyway, um, man, just want to thank Bria for stepping in last week at a moment's notice, chop, at a moment's notice, chopping it up with me. Um, and FYI, she is still looking for somebody to take her to go see Usher. Um, quick recap. If you buy Usher tickets, um, and I mean, decent tickets and, pay for the flight and the hotel once you get there. Um, Bria said you ain't got to swipe your card no more. Um, now, what that means, that means she's going to pay for dinner, food, drinks, all the other stuff. Um, so, fellas, slide on her DM, hit her up on Twitter. Um, take, her to, uh, take her to go see Usher. And if you're lucky enough to be her man, Y'all may be able to get y'all may be able to be able to smash on the balcony. I didn't that's not me advertising her, selling her body. Those were her words, not mine. If you don't believe me, go back and listen to last week's episode. She said it. I didn't. Um, but this week, man, uh, we got a very, very interesting, talented array of people, people you've heard here before. Um, and I promise you, promise you, promise you. They will hold nothing back. 
And if you're watching this on YouTube, you kind of see who they are. If you're listening to it on the podcast, we're going to go to break. And then we'll let them tell you who they are. So we'll be right back with more Hurts World. Stay tuned. Are you looking to buy, sell, or rent commercial or residential properties in Tennessee? Well, look no further than real estate agent Lakeisha Henderson. Lakeisha Henderson, real estate agent with White Your Realtors, SPM. Contact Lakeisha right now for a free consultation. Find her on Instagram at IGotTheKeys underscore 901. For a list of properties, check out her website, Lakeisha-Henderson.TheHomeBuyer'sChoice.com. To buy, sell, or rent any properties, commercial or residential, in Tennessee, be sure to contact Lakeisha Henderson. Hey people, it's the Big Hurt, host of Hurt's World. He's a real nice fella. Hurt's World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships, to mental health and wellness, to pop culture, Hurt's World is here to speak on it. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you hear your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hurt's World, please email us at hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Welcome back to Hurts World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, she lying. Um, so before we went to break, I told y'all we had an interesting array of uh, panel guests today. Um, so I'm going to shut up and let them introduce themselves. Um, we'll start with the OG of the group, which um, is Jasmine, because she's been here the longest and the most. So, Jasmine, come on mute. Introduce yourself the proper way. Hey, y'all. It's Jasmine. Um, I most commonly am on talking about insurance and real estate and mortgages and all that type of stuff. Um, but I'm really just Marvin's oldest friend. So, we can't say the name Marvin. Um, that's illegal. People don't know that name, um, but anyway, we'll 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 scold you later. Next, um, we have the talented uh, educator, writer, outspoken, um, my Alabama State friend slash that should have been them kids' mama. Um, Stacy is back with us. But I'm going to let her introduce herself. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. I'm Stacy and Marvin said, as uh, the big Herc said, <laughs> um, we go back uh, way, way back to Alabama State. Um, like he said, I am an educator. I'm a writer. You can follow me on Instagram at face number two Stace. And I am excited to be here today. And last, but certainly, certainly not least. Uh, my homie, um, and we go back to MCC days, always been outspoken, a man of many talents, also an international traveler, my homie, LaRoyce. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, yeah, uh, LaRoyce Miller, been rocking with Big Hurt for, whew, been a minute, like we was right out of high school uh, over the MCC, but yeah, you know, just international traveler. Uh, I don't do any vlogging, anything like that, but I should. But uh, yeah, just just out here living life and enjoying it right now. And I uh, just want to give my two cents on a few things today. And I uh, appreciate you for big, appreciate you, Big Hurt, for letting me on here today. Man, no problem. And just like that, 
See, guys follow directions. Uh, girls don't. Um, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be shady and petty today. Um, so before we get into the topics, um, quick recap. Jasmine was just on here for our uh, women in real estate episode. Um, absolutely dropped fucking knowledge about mortgages and investing and. Uh, don't get played by these uh, different contractors. Don't be a shady landlord. All that good stuff. Um, so if you didn't go, if you haven't heard that episode, make sure you go check that out. Um, Stacy's been here. Um, she and a couple other people um, had the most streamed episode of season two, um, which is affectionately titled "Who Ain't Swack." Um, where she, <sighs> let's see. Um, no, nah, we gonna say it. Just um, gotta go watch it. You just gotta go she, watch it. She called. She called Deion Sanders a bitch ass nigga and stood on that. And I, now, personally, I rock with that because she said what she said and she stood on it. Um. I don't. I didn't agree all the way, but she stood her ground, and she's that's that's a bitch ass nigga, and I stand on that. Um, I told her we were gonna talk about that because apparently LaRoyce to a certain extent agrees with being we agrees with that sentiment. So let's just start there. Why do y'all feel like this man is a bitch ass nigga? Because the man went to go get a bigger bag in a different conference. May I, may I speak first, Miss Stacy? Absolutely. So I'm not, I'm not against anybody going to get that bag. Like I'm, I totally support that. I wasn't upset at him for leaving Jackson State. Again, I'm from Mississippi. I love what he did for Jackson State. I'm never mad at that. Hell, I quit my job if they offer me a dollar raise and then I ain't got to travel as far. So for him going, <laughs> for him going to get twenty million, please do, brother. I'm all for that. I only hate, I only dislike his comments about how he recruits. Cause when he said that shit, well, when he said that stuff about um, when he was like, uh, for quarterbacks, I want two parent household, and then for for offensive linemen, I want you know big boys and that. Of course, that's true anyway. But like when you said like I want defensive players from a single parent household, uh-huh. he, he disqualifies his own son because Deion Sanders got divorced before yes. his son started playing college football, meaning his son. By those, by his same standards, aren't are not uh, his son is not qualified to play for him. So mm-hmm. that's what I dislike there. And then also it plays into the whole stereotype at like you know single mothers, single. I, I, again, I think the black family we need that's a diff, another discussion. But you can't punish a kid for his parents. So if a kid, if a kid comes from a single parent household, whether it be a one uh, like single mom, single dad, if that kid is doing good in school and is a good player, you shouldn't disqualify him just because he comes from a single parent household. So he lost me with that same white man bullshit rhetoric that he spoke right there. So that's the only part that I disliked. Other than that, I'm, again, I'm all for him going to get the bag and what he did for Jackson State, even with the with the drama that happened with Jackson State not paying him what he was due. Again, I totally support that. I just hate that bullshit rhetoric where he was like, oh, you know, two-parent household, you know, GPA of this house. I'm okay with that. But again, I'm, I'm not, I'm again, I, I'm sorry, I'm not okay with that because your own son comes from a divorce home. 
So that means your own son can't play for you. And then again, let's stop putting it out there like if you come from a single parent household, you fucked up because I come right. from a single parent home and I I think I'm a decent, a decent black man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a married man right now. I need to put my ring on wife and beat my ass. But uh, I'm a married man. And uh I'm a I'm a happily married man, educated, you know, prior military and all that. And so you're not gonna disrespect me. And every, and every other kid just because of your just because your parents can make it work. So that's just that's what I think he was. He's I'm not gonna say he's a bitch ass nigga, but he got some he got some some of that sambo energy that he given to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree with everything that he said. Um, and I also want to add that my biggest issue was, and I'm a I'm a community person. Um, not to the point. I want to note that I would not take accountability for black people and the things that we do, but I am a community based person. And I really feel like he sold our community, um, black people and HBCU students, alums, former students, graduate students, whatever. Um, he sold us a dream, you know, in actuality, he used us to elevate himself into a place where he actually wanted to be. You know, he couldn't get a head coaching job at a Division One school um, just off of his name. So he used black colleges as his guinea pig um, to create a level of success just enough to get him to where he wanted to be. Now, like you said, I don't have a problem with, you know, elevating oneself. It, it was never about the money. It was never about having an issue with him moving on, per se. The issue was that he committed to black colleges. He committed to those black athletes. You know what I'm saying? He committed to inciting a change. He spent years pushing that narrative. And as soon as he got a, you know what I'm saying, another opportunity, mind you, at a school that is truthfully beneath Jackson State. It is beneath Jackson State, okay? He took it and ran. And then suddenly, there are all these issues with Jackson State. Now, all of a sudden, there's a campaign with him and his children and, and, and everyone to now try to trash the same school that he was on podcasts and doing interviews on Fox News and, and trying to uplift. But now that he's gone and getting flack for it, he is on a campaign to diminish the school itself. It was very, very disappointing. But, you know, when I when I took a step back and looked at the overview of who he is, I realized that it was so it, it was. We should have expected it from someone like him because he's done that his entire career. You know what I'm saying? Always jumped at the better opportunity. There's never been any loyalty within him. I should have expected it. We all should have expected it. But he was just so gun ho on HBCUs. Huh? Must be the money. He had a yeah, song said, yeah. must be the money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a, in my opinion, he is a sellout. He is a sellout and not because he just took another opportunity, but because he simply chose to commit and then he decommitted before he finished the task at hand. It was never just about winning Jackson State a championship. He pushed the narrative of changing the culture around HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? That's different. So, you know, in the spirit of your podcast and keeping it real, fuck him. 
Jasmine. Um, <laughs> so as a black as a black woman that went to a PWI, how do you feel? Um, a, a bunch of things. So the big one for me, where I start with everybody, especially as a person who has spent time with like people criticize black entertainers in my former life. I, uh, or maybe whatever I was acting and people criticize actors a lot around, you know, what kind of roles we take and all that other stuff. And at the end of the day, and I've heard a couple of like celebrities say it like y'all are always down for me to be down with the cause, but not one of you are offering anything to help me feed my kids. Right. So I always have to start there and say, um, ultimately, that I think rings supreme, right? Because the community is going to be there only so long. Our community just doesn't do the things that it used to do, right? It's not like, oh, we dipping in and, and contributing and, you know, making sure that they're his family safe and making sure that, or anybody, right? Like the comparison that we can make it to is like civil rights and stuff like that. So that's always hard for me to say because we really can't, can't decide how someone has to take care of their families. That's number one. But I feel like he is no different than what a lot of us have done. So I look at people like a Bill Cosby, right? He gets on and talks about pulling your pants. So like we've seen this over and over and over again. And yeah, I do think we should have saw it coming. I never felt like he was walking the walk, right? Like he did it as a uh, stepping stone yeah. the same way a lot of people do it as a stepping stone. Um, in the same way that people feel like, oh, you don't support them when they make the sacrifice. Well, yeah, that's true because I have the expectation that when it's time for you to actually stay the course and commit, you're not going to. You get the same energy back that you give. And so, you know, I do feel like for the people who had better, expe higher expectations of him, I get why people are disappointed. Um, for me, I heard it and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not shocked. Um, I will also say, yeah. as a community, right, like taking him completely out of it, you know, the commitment to HBCUs is bigger than a notion. So everybody who says, if I was in this position, I would yes. do this and I would do that. Yeah, you think you would until you have uh -huh. to. And so uh -huh. that's the, that's the uh -huh. only place where I go, you know, you really don't know what's going on behind closed doors and what he's had to do and say and blah, 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 to get the stuff that's needed to happen. It's not, we know what the issue is with HBCUs. We know it's financial. We know we got a lot of alums who do have the money to make contributions and all of that stuff. I mean, as someone who went to a PWI, you know, I will say, and it's going to go down a whole different path. So I'm just going to make a quick exit right here and come back. But my, <laughs> when you say Alabama state, like, Y'all know, like, my family went to Alabama State in the 50s, right? Like, my grandfather and his four brothers yeah. all went to Alabama State on the GI Bill. I was absolutely going to Alabama State until, like, I wasn't getting no money, <laughs> right? Until other people started right. offering me scholarship money. And it wasn't a matter of, oh, I don't want to go here or I don't want to do this. It was about, okay, what's going to set me up so that I don't have student loans when I graduate, and that's put me on a completely different path. And so 
as someone who is down for the cause and was raised in a house where Alabama State, we, I mean, I went to homecomings as a kid. Like, I know the life. I knew that for a fact that's what I was going to do growing up. And then it got real. And so it's hard for me to say, like, nah, like, you should always be down for the cause. Because I clearly did not. And I have my reasons for doing so. I love HBCUs. I would still, after I graduated, go and recruit at HBCUs. I did whatever I could to bridge the gap and bring people along and give them opportunities that I may have gotten at my PWI. Um, and I also am part of tons of other organizations that are, are Black as well, right? So there's there's also other places where I'm getting that. But from a perspective of walking the walk, it gets a little hard. And you asking people to make sacrifices that not so sure if you were in that position you'd make. That's just outside of him, though, right? Like, that's separate from that whole line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still I'm still on the cause of should he, have, should he have said some of the things he said? No. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, should he have made it Oh, I'm gonna uplift the culture. I'm gonna do this. Probably not. But when you being a sports fan, being somebody that you know kind of follows sports and pop culture at the same time, it's no different. He to me, is he still did nothing different than anybody like Nick Saban or. Brian Kelly or any of these other coaches have done. Dan Mullen went from Mississippi State to Florida to get Dan, Like he did uh-huh. nothing different. The only the only difference is he made all these promises to the, to, to us that yeah. he did not stand on. So I get I like you know and like you kind of said when I took a step back after listening to the episode I was like okay I know in the episode I was like I was all for it but then when I took a step back and actually thought about it. All right, now I can kind of see both sides of the coin. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what I that that's what I wanted to get from it. Like I never yeah. wanted it to be, you know, one sided. I wanted to be able to see both sides. And as passionate and as passionate as you and Britt were with y'all's argument, like I saw both sides. Um, is he a bitch ass nigga? No, now probably not. Um, listen, let me say this though. I also understand both sides of the coin. Like I, I completely could speak to everything that Jasmine just said. Um, and I took that into consideration when I really thought about how I felt about what he did. But like you said, nobody told Deion Sanders to take this on. You know what I'm saying? This isn't just a situation where he landed at Jackson State and then chose to leave. He campaigned for that job. He campaigned for the community. He campaigned to change HBCUs. That was his whole platform. And I'm talking for years. So those broken promises were heartbreaking because nobody asked him to do that. He could have came and went. Nobody would have cared. You understand what I'm saying? He could have done the exact same thing Nick Saban did and all those other people that I don't know that y'all just listed. He could have did the same thing, but he didn't. And um, and and his situation is different. And I think that's the disconnect that uh, that the argument itself had with a lot of people is is not understanding or caring about those promises um, 
and just being like, chase the money, get get the bag. You know, nobody has time to be doing that. Feed, feed a family, whoop-de-woo. And that's like, that was never an issue. That was never the problem. And here's the thing. You, know? you talk too so, damn much, right? Like, let's, like, if we come down to, like, what does, it is, girl. shut he the does. hell up. <laughs> like, yeah. and he's always been like yeah. that, right? Like, from a perspective of, that's yeah. who yeah. he is. And he came yeah. back it up. He just runs off yeah. at the mouth. He does what a lot of people. I mean, shoot, if you want to take it to yeah. relationships, people make a lot of promises that they came back up, and then they get themselves in it and go, "Oops, I didn't think it was going to be this hard." Yeah. Well, you should have done your Agreed. research, right? And so mm-hmm. his problem really yeah. is just always he he has a big big ass ego. <laughs> <laughs> big ass ego. Yeah. He think he can yeah, cover. Too. You know, I can. I could do it. Yeah. Okay, nigga. A lot of people have been trying yeah. to do the same thing you talking about, mm-hmm. and you couldn't stand the test. But that's a part of his persona. It is. It's a part of his persona. It's a part of his persona. He's not just Deion Sanders. He's he's prime time. He's Coach Prime. Like that's and look where it got him. I mean, yeah. And then he I, look where it got I him. I think he did the same <laughs> thing that other coaches did because when you. When you come into a, a football program, like this is just speaking of football terms, in order to build that program up, you have to have something attractive about that program in order to get in order to get those big time recruits. He would not have gotten Travis Hunter, who was the number one player in the nation, to go to a power five HBCU in the first place if he wasn't Coach Prime, Deion Sanders right. Prime Time. So he right. needed it in order for him to build that that program up to what it was, because it was the number one uh, number one and number two swag program in in the nation at the time, he had built that up, and so I don't think he, I don't think he failed on a lot of those promises. He didn't say he was going to be there. He's, he did, he never said he was going to retire there. So I don't fault him for that. But I I do get what you're saying. He did say like you know I'm I'm here to change the culture. So I mean, and I, I don't yeah, that, that that he did change the culture because he at least laid a blueprint. He started. He, he <laughs> laid a blueprint a br- blueprint for the mm-hmm. next coach, but that next coach isn't going to have that cachet of a Deion Sanders. Right. So unless you get right. another guy to come in who is, who is just as successful as him, which is, you know, Deion Sanders, one of the greatest players of all time, it's going to be hard for him to follow that same blueprint because he's not him. So again, I, I get what you're saying there, and I agree with you yeah. in that way. I feel and, like he could have left gracefully. I feel like yeah. this could have died down and he could have respectfully let that left. But like Jasmine said, because he talked too fucking much. You know what I'm saying? He runs his mouth, and so he got what he got. And I mean, honestly, I so if, if we're being honest, when I heard he was going to Jackson State, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Why not go back to your, like, nobody at your alma mater wanted you? They didn't want to like, make no, like nobody, Like, nobody at Florida State <laughs> Decide to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Dion, just come coach the 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 cornerbacks, right? Um, and then we'll you know we'll slowly just you know push you up there." No, nope. I mean I heard that he was he he didn't want to go through that process. He did, you know what I'm saying? I he heard and, and he wanted to go straight to head coach, and the only place that he could get a head coaching job and skip the whole process was an HBCU. So that's why I say I feel used because I feel like there was always an agenda for him to take advantage of the culture to elevate himself to where he wanted to be. So when I hear him talking about his kids and his family, I don't give a fuck about none of that because <laughs> I really I really don't because I don't feel like he was ever sincere. I feel like he just played us all and um, it's, it's hurtful because like you said, 
we did see a change. We were seeing a cultural change amongst athletics at HBCUs. And then this, and then he just left. <laughs> She's about to and say, it was like she's about to say this. Uh, she's about to say this bitch ass nigga, y'all. I, I, I definitely was. I, I definitely oh, was. Man. So I'm trying to keep it PG 13, not not rated R up in here. So when is Hurts for eleven been PG 13? <laughs> um, we we've had whole conversations about anal like three weeks ago. So oh, no. God. oh what? Um, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, that look. Go back to um, that that, that <laughs> con- the content create episode with um. All the ladies mm-hmm. got crazy, but no. So speaking, <laughs> so and, and it was it's kind of it kind of transitions into what we're about to talk about now. Um, the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for anybody that doesn't know, um, Money Baggio is a rapper from Memphis. Um, got a song called Waikisha. Um, it. Uh, time today, if y'all if y'all know that joint, but Moneybag has a restaurant here in Memphis, <laughs> um, and basically he's gotten he's gone viral on social media because he's charging a um, hundred dollars for a forty ounce uh, tomahawk steak, and folks are like a hundred dollars for some meat. Bitch, what? Now, I'ma speak for me. Before I was elevated um with this 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 promotion and my boss being the type of boss he boss he is, um, I didn't go to steakhouses because one, I can afford that shit. Just gonna be one hundred. <laughs> Two um I, I feel like they had a dress code. And I don't like wearing slacks and polo shirts. That's just me. Um, you know, but seeing some of these, um, but being in some of these spaces now, um, these steakhouses, mm-hmm. I looked at some of these prices the very first time, I, like the very first time I went to Roof Chris, I said, who the fuck is going to pay $65 for, a pe- for some steak? And that's not yeah. including size. That's just the that's just yeah. The it's steak. just the meat. Yeah. And then like all the sides are like a la carte. Now don't give me yeah. they, they give you a lot of they give you a lot of the sides, but who about to spend that on some meat? So he's he's gone viral because of course it's a forty ounce tomahawk steak and it's a hundred dollars and folks are like, well why is it so expensive or like why you know why why he think that this is okay and. I saw a couple statuses like, "What's wrong with what's wrong with the price?" Yeah. Um, because you know, if you go to if you go to Ruth Chris, you go to Flemings, you go to any of these Capital you know, Grill, STK, they all start off at like seventy. Yeah. So right. you go to these any any of these high end steakhouses, that's what you paying. Now, if you now if you used to paying the Applebee's two for twenty, or you you know you paying that you know thirty forty dollars. At Chili's for a state, this ain't for you. Right. Or if you, you know, you splurge a little bit when you get your taxes, cool. But I feel like the culture is kind of turning their back on this man. Like, man, how the hell you gonna charge us this? But if a white, but it, but it, but it, let's say money, money bag yo had nothing to do with this restaurant. 
This right. is just a regular, like a Capitol Grill or something like that. Right. And some and it, and they said it's a forty ounce Tomahawk steak, and it's a hundred dollars. Oh, you gonna swipe your card fast as fuck. Right. So how do y'all feel like, or why do y'all feel like the culture is kind of like this? Like, why can't we support our own without question, as opposed to if somebody of the Caucasian persuasion or a fighter of the sun says, this is the price and we don't buy the fucking eye. Man. Whoever wants to go first can go first. That's the question right there. I'm annoyed as hell. Who has the answer to that? I'm annoyed as hell. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Who, who, first off, who even has the answer to that? There's so much to unpack on the why. That's exactly what I, I said. I don't even know how to unpack that. I just know it's ignorant. That's exactly That's what I said. I was like, there's a whole yeah. slew yeah, of reasons, right? So if we go all the way to, well, why you feel that bad? People feel that way yeah. because, yeah. oh, it's him. He should charge less. Charge us for who? Charge less because it's us? Because you do realize right. that we ain't the only people walking through them doors, right? So he's charged regular price for the white folks and the exactly. us and call it reparations. Like, yeah. come on, y'all. Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. First of all. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. crazy. it's crazy, too, because like, I, I, I'm going to just step in here because they're mad because Moneybag, Moneybag Yo looks like us. And they're like, oh, bro. It's basically their brother coming into the t-shirt shop, a black home mm-hmm. t-shirt shop, like, bruh. Come on, brother. You, I know right. you said 40, but you got me, though, right? Right. That's basically right. what they're doing because, again, like like Big Herc said, man, like I've gone to, I don't, I've never gone to Roots Chris, but I love Fogo de Child, Texas de Brazil. I don't know if y'all consider those yes. like upscale steakhouses, but I love those yeah. places. I prefer Texas de Brazil because I get a veteran's discount. So, <laughs> again, I'm cheap. But <laughs> I, I prefer that place. But again, I see motherfuckers paying thousands of dollars to go get to go get meat served on them like this from old Salt Bay, and they don't right. say shit about that because it's him. But money bag, yo, again, if it's if it's up to standard, like if it's a legit fine dining restaurant, then why not pay that man that? Because that's what he values right. that restaurant at. If you don't like it, don't go. That's just like the brother going into the t-shirt shop, going into where you sell the shoes, like, bro, can I get that brother discount? No, motherfucker, you can't. You can pay me the same way <laughs> yeah. that, that everybody else is paying. And if not, then, you know, I don't need your service. But again, it's just, I think it's because we look at people who make it and they say, well, you made it so you can spare a little bit to help out another brother. And I just think we need to get out of that mindset because how are we going to expect other brothers and sisters to get out there and venture out and open up places like that in order to, you know, bring bring that money in our community. So, like, we got to right. we gotta help each other out by not hurting each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't. Right. I just I hate that, and I, I again I I didn't even know about this one. I, I should have looked this up before I started. I, but I looked that, it up right before. That's just I didn't know either. I did not know motherfuckers getting mad about that, and that's just the dumbest shit. Because if you don't like it, don't go. If you don't, if you can't afford it, if don't you can't go. afford it, don't go. But if you don't like it, don't go. But again, don't complain about the price because the price is the yeah. price. I don't go into McDonald's and say, bro. Back when I was in high school, you can get a double cheeseburger for a dollar. What's going on? Can I still get that? Right. It's the same thing. So it's just, I mean, do you want him to go broke? Or if it's a legit, again, I don't want him to be serving. I don't want Chick-fil-A. I don't want Chick-fil-A prices with Popeye service. So again, I want want the service to be, the service to be up to standard. You know, just, that's just my two cents though. 
so before before y'all answer, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all some. I'm gonna read this and give y'all some of the comments. Okay. Um, ups, the upscale restaurants menu features a wide selection of delectable entrees and desserts, but fans are shocked by the price of their 40 ounce tomahawk steak. According to the menu, the price for the steak dinner is 135. dollars Some people think that that price is too high for a steak dinner. Some of the comments uh, say, "Money bag, your restaurant so high." Now, keep in mind this person did spell restaurant wrong. That's a different story. Um, <laughs> do, do he not remember? <laughs> that shit, wow. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> do, he not re- do he not remember when he was starving them, starving in them apartments? Be be fucking for real. Two crying laughing emojis. Uh, said one person. Um, one person said the price ain't the issue. It's what quality of food I'm gonna get for that price because I don't trust money bag to cook me a hundred thirty five dollar steak. Mm. He not he not cooking the shit. He, he's he's funding it. He's not cooking it. That's right. Yeah. Um, money bag won a hundred dollars for a steak. I'll pay that, and he better come out and rap. According to Tomahawk.com, a steakhouse in Singapore, the Tomahawk <laughs> steaks are usually expensive. Are usually usually more expensive than other steaks, types of steak because of its juiciness and tenderness due to the cut from the ribeye, which has more fat content. Um, so money bag yo's price for his tomahawk steak is reasonably priced for that particular cut of meat. Plus, it's an upscale restaurant, so you might as well treat yourself to some high quality steak dinner. They mad at money bag because he's selling a tomahawk steak at the price it goes for. Um, some people are saying support him. Uh, this one says a hundred dollar steak ain't rare, but this is why black capitalism is silly. Black capitalists just do things other capitalists do. LOL. How does that serve anyone? Um, this is ignorance, Mark. Uh, this is ignorance. If that if that money bag yo hundred dollar steak in Memphis tastes as good as Memphis barbecue, they'll buy it. Can he compare the two? Because uh, Memphis barbecue is undefeated. Um, <laughs> why y'all at Money Bag Money Bag's restaurant complaining about the price of steak when Golden Corral is right there? <laughs> that. Well, that. Who told you to go and get the tomahawk steak? I'm sure there are other things in there that is not priced at a hundred and some dollars. You can go ahead and slide on past the tomahawk steak, but no, you got to be mad about something that really ain't for you. You gotta ask the price. You probably can't afford it. it. Yeah, it it sounds like haters to me. Like it's just it's it's that crab in the bucket mentality. One one guy tries to get one crab tries to get out. They want to drag his ass down. It there's it's just ignorant, you know. And the thing about social media is one person could say something. And it'll just have this trickle effect. Now everybody feels that way and wants to talk about it. But nobody with sense is commenting because they're getting the steak that they can afford. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, It's it's just haters. Just haters. So I'm... Mm -hmm. Right. So so me personally, so I'm going to speak from from experience. Um, So when my boss takes us out or took us out to these steak dinners, Mm-hmm. I had one co-worker, he was like, hey, can I get a tomahawk? My boss looked at him, he said, hey, no, motherfucker, because we all got to eat. Like, it, it right. ain't just you. Like, now, if it's just you and me, yeah. I I might swing the tomahawk, the, the tomahawk for you. 
but it's me and like two, three other people that gotta eat. Right. And this coming out of my this coming out of my pocket. Um, the company only paying for so much. So, you know, I now I, I will say I would order that sixty five dollar steak and 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 rack up on sides. But this man would try to so so his his trick was he will order the he would try to order the tomahawk, and when that got shut down, he will order another piece of meat. Uh-huh. But he would make sure that he got extra toppings and shit. Uh-huh. I was like, bro, at this point, you might as well have got the fucking tomahawk. Just got the tomahawk. Yeah, you you done spent a hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? So yeah. eat like like Roy said, man. Eat eat within your means. Um, that part. Yeah, some some of us, and and well, when I say some of us, I mean um, people like myself. Not well, no. Let me not do that. Um, some of y'all <laughs> can only go to money bag uh, restaurant during tax time. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all mm-hmm. can afford to you know go to money bag yo restaurant whenever y'all want to. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all. Stick to Chili's and Applebee's in Outback Steakhouse. Nothing wrong with that. You know. So, it's, the, it's just the uh, entitlement, right? Like, not. the fact that, like, oh, right. yeah. because it's him, then he should have stuff that's priced for people for us because he remember what it was like and all this other stuff. First of all, that ain't everybody's experience. So let's not make that the uniform black experience of, like, oh, uh, he know how it feels. Yeah, he might be rapping about that, and maybe he do, but the person down the street may not. So don't make that the thing. And then also, like, right. his name is, he's backing the restaurant. He's taking his money, he's investing in this restaurant, is how I, what I presume, you know, whatever the case is. But for y'all to think that, like, it's an investment. Like, that just shows how sometimes we just don't understand the context, right? Like, he's investing in this as a stream of income, to provide something. I don't know why restaurant was it for him because restaurants low-key don't make money for the first three, five years. <laughs> so live your best life, bro. But like the fact that he's doing this, this doesn't like give us some sort of access to him. That doesn't mean like his name is on it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Agreed. One thing about black people is we always have something to say. And it doesn't matter where you come from. We always have something to say. There will always be a black person that has something to say about whatever we do. And um, and it, and that's unfortunate because a lot of times that something to say is negative. But again, there's a lot to unpack there. It's just... I but I guarantee, Miss Stacy, I guarantee if Drake, I know, Drake goes to Memphis sometimes, but I know his dad's from Memphis. Uh-huh. If Drake ate at that restaurant and posted about it tomorrow on his Instagram, I bet you it will be flooded with black people like, oh, absolutely. Hey, you know, I got to eat here. I got to eat here because Drake ate here. I guarantee absolutely. it will be like that because we don't freak, we don't go to those restaurants like that anyway. I mean, I, at mm-hmm. least I don't, but we don't do shit like mm-hmm. that unless it's for the attention like you know what i'm saying like you'll see right. somebody go to like i think what's the popular restaurant in L- la nobu's no i heard nobu's is like nobu's nobu's is like yeah yeah super expensive, it is super super expensive. Upscale, all that but you see a lot yeah. of us in there why we don't really 
I mean, at least me, I don't like just for the name, just for the name and the recognition. Just for the like, name. Oh, you know, this person's eight here, so I guarantee it's all about just that. Like if Drake was like, yo, if Drake was like, yo, you got to come down here to to yoga to to money bag yo steakhouse and eat at the spot. I guarantee that motherfucker will be flooded with with a bunch of niggas in that tomorrow talking about yo shit. Drake eat here, I'm gonna eat here too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll take it a step further. If Drake was the one funding the restaurant, the outcry would be different. You know what I'm saying? We as a community pick and choose. We pick yeah. and choose. I can't tell you why or what 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 it is, but we pick and choose. If Drake was the one back in that restaurant, it would have been the place to go. Maybe because Moneybag Yo is, is a hood nigga and he from Memphis and, you know, I can't understand what he's saying. But, you know, maybe because he's him... They feel like that is, you know, that kind of restaurant and that the status that that holds is he's beneath that, which is messed up. Right. When you use, you know what I'm saying? It's my bad. So when you use Drake up. as an example, I was like, that opens up okay. a whole nother lane. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's all kinds of reasons why specifically right. Drake would get a different response, right? Like, yeah. that's just. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like all the reasons. People like, oh, I used to watch the grass. Like people are crazy. <laughs> like I don't understand what's wrong with us. Right. <laughs> right. Well, um, I will say this. Um, money bag. Um, don't know if you ever don't know if you ever hear this, but if you happen to hear this, congrats, my guy. Um, do your thing. When I am able to afford your restaurant, I will, you know, grace it with my presence. Um, or if you just want to, you know, uh, comp your boy a donation to Hertz World so I ain't got to pay for a couple things, I'll come eat there. <laughs> I I will pay full price. I don't need no discount. Um, you know, because, you know, niggas be, niggas be trying for discounts. Um, but we're going to go to break. Um, don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. I think we're going to get a little messy. Um, oh, and this is gonna like if y'all think Stacy called Dion a bitch ass nigga last time, <laughs> wait till she get y'all opinion about this next topic. Don't go nowhere. <laughs> Stay tuned. Hey people, it's the Big Hurt, host of Hurt World. He's a real nice fella. Hurt World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships, to mental health and wellness, to pop culture, Hurt World is here to speak on. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you stream your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hurt World, please email us at hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Are you looking to buy, sell, or rent commercial or residential properties in Tennessee? Well, look no further than real estate agent Lakeisha Henderson. Lakeisha Henderson, real estate agent with White Your Realtors, SPM. Contact Lakeisha right now for a free consultation. Find her on Instagram at IGotTheKeys underscore 901. For a list of properties, check out her website, Lakeisha-Henderson.TheHomeBuyer'sChoice.com. To buy, sell, or rent any properties, commercial or residential, in Tennessee, be sure to contact Lakeisha Henderson. Welcome back to Hurts, where I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, that heifer lying. I started calling her a whore, but I don't need, I need to stop doing it. Because um, somebody going to try to fight me one day, like, why would you call my girlfriend a whore? She liar. Why Why you want to associate yourself with a liar? Um, so, before I get to the juicy, juicy topic, 
we gonna slide. We gonna make our way up to it. We gonna, you know, we we gotta we gonna do some foreplay as people call it. Um, I saw a post on Facebook where I'm gonna read it to y'all. Crazy shit ever, but hey, you know uh, it is what it is. We dated for three years. And he still did not propose. I took it upon myself to get on my knees and ask him to marry me. Why not? Life is short after all. There's more to the there's more to the caption, um, but I didn't screenshot all that. If y'all really want me to finish the whole caption, I will. But y'all get the gist of it. Um, ladies, y'all are very successful women with husbands and boyfriends and lots of gentlemen callers. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> you got lots. You you lost us at the lots of gentlemen callers. I mean, people pe- people people maybe wanting to slide in y'all DMs. They just a little scared or nervous. As they should um, be. I mean, <laughs> have y'all not really? Have y'all not heard some of the shit Jasmine say? Um, <laughs> and but, um, the rest of the the rest of the caption says, "Life is short after all," and he said yes. Now this lady is from Cameroon. Let's just was that Africa? Yeah. yeah. Um, Hold on, is that the picture? I saw a picture floating around where this girl was on her knees uh, proposing to this man, and she looked African. It, is yes, it that one? It is that one. Okay. Um, that was the loudest eye roll I've ever seen. Heard listen, I heard that one. Like if y'all heard that, because I'm gonna just jump right in and say, "Girl, get your ass off that ground." <laughs> And her family somewhere saying the same damn thing. Like, ain't nobody out here. Where her people at? Where her people? Okay. And you didn't took a picture of it and put uh, it on the internet. Half a no. Crazy. You didn't do it. Brought to shame. Well. <laughs> <laughs> she put y'all back. She put y'all back with that one. Wait. Oh wait, wait my gosh. This nigga not even cute. I don't care if it was Jesus. You get your ass you off that ground. No. If he don't if if he's not proposing to me, then I'm not proposing to him. So so the women are proposing to the guys. LaRoyce, um no. if your wife No. <laughs> no. It's been three years, bro. She tired of waiting. Bruh. She didn't stay too long as it is. First off, Mm. I'm saying like this. That part. A man knows whether or not he's going to marry a woman in the first six months. Mm -hmm. So if he has not put it, if he's been with you, ladies, if you listening, I know, well, I'm sorry, not if, I know y'all listen to Big Herc's podcast, but (laughs) I know y'all listen to this right now. If a man is with you for six months, he knows at that six month six month mark whether he's going to put a ring on it. So if he got you waiting for three, four, five years, that means it's something that he that is something that you are missing that he is not seeing. <laughs> you about to give me cut. Or, you about to give me or cut. I, no I wanna add to that, or 
He, there are, uh, I, I do feel like there are other reasons why men don't propose. It could be because he's trying to get his life together. It could be because he's not in the position to, or there are just a plethora of reasons why a man hasn't proposed. But I do agree that within the first six months, he knows he if knows, that's how far he wants to take it. Whether yeah. he's done it or not, he still knows. He knows. So, Y'all know there was a show, you know, you, uh, that about this, right? <laughs> there was a whole episode. Uh, I what think it was on. I want to say it was on own, but it was basically women who were tired of waiting. And the show basically went down this path where you plot and plan and say y'all want to show for for a different reason. You go up to the dude in public and propose, and then you've already planned a wedding. So if he says yes, y'all go get married like that day. And the un and the That's and the destruct the. the the destruction that unfolded <laughs> in these people's lives, right? Like there were two or three couples that like were like, yes, he was like, I, you know, I didn't do it for some of the reasons you were saying, right? Like he, they had reasons. They were like, I don't feel like I'm good enough right. for you. Or, you know, I'm trying to make sure I can get a ring. That's like right. all, all this other stuff. Part of it is like the show made the wedding possible, right? Type of a situation. For right. all the ones that just... didn't know, oh, you want to talk about she was like <laughs> there were dudes who got to the altar and was like nah I ain't, I ain't think you meant like right now like not for real there were dudes yeah. who were like yeah. yes in the moment cause I always said that if I didn't want to marry somebody and they proposed to me publicly I would say yeah and then we got behind closed doors I would have been like bruh yeah. <laughs> cause I ain't gonna embarrass you yeah. if I have any yeah. care for you Agreed. I'm not gonna embarrass you like that I did that but it's but again that's that's one of the like that as a man. Again, I know I don't like saying starting sentences off like that because because I it's a general blanket statement. But as a man, you want to have to ask your father, your future father-in-law, can I have your daughter's hand, you know, in marriage? And then you want yeah. to plan that proposal because that's something that you can you can never get back. And then like I, as yeah. a man, you want to do that. So I just meet like after I'm, I, I when I met my wife, I knew I was with her for. Four months, and then I had a friend that passed away, and then the way she was supporting me through that, I was like, I can't live without this woman, so I'm going to ask yeah. her ASAP. It may have taken us a while to get married, but I knew I'm <laughs> going to put a ring on it because I'm letting her know now. You mind yeah. the rest of my life. Like, you, this, right. baby, this is this, this I'm going to say it in Spanish, this para siempre amor. So, I know <laughs> you know. I definitely think it's emasculating. Um, it I feel like if just just as a woman um if i saw that i would immediately think that she wore the pants in the relationship when i saw those pictures on facebook i mean i was embarrassed for him you know what i'm saying i was like mm. you know what i'm saying i know how that relationship functions i know that for me personally i would always question if this man really wanted to be with me if i had to get on my knees and propose to him you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If he hasn't proposed yet after so long, you know what I'm saying? Then, girl, he don't he doesn't want to marry you and you can't force him. But a lot of women will stick around and stay because they feel invested and then try to create this scenario to get married by any means. And then just for me, that's just not good enough. I was I was embarrassed for, for him. And, and I was just like mad at her. Like, get get up off that ground. You look insane. You look crazy, you know, and, and nobody is is gonna respect that you know so it's it's to me it's like you're begging you're begging i agree 
And so, I don't like that. So I'll say this. Um, you didn't have to say it in Spanish, Royce. Like, you, we know you're getting some later today. Whatever. <laughs> um, that's yeah, yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> Play that ass up tonight. <laughs> Better put that ring on. I did. I did. Ain't no fucking insane around here. Two. I did kind of, I, I did kind of, you know, look at him like, bruh. Why you, you got a bitch? This, why you got this woman on her, yeah. on her knees like this? Um, so that's two, three. If I ever propose to a woman again, which I which I do plan on doing, um, better. <laughs> and this woman says no. <laughs> the devil himself <laughs> is gonna help me uppercut the fuck out of that woman. I'm talking about. This uppercut is coming from the depths of hell. I do. Why? Because you, bro, that you know I am. Just because a per- you're not entitled to a yes based if, off of a proposal. If you in, it, it, it's pure embarrassment for me. If, if you I, do it out in public, it, okay, oh, I understand feeling like that. If it's, if like, it's okay. Like so, literally. So I, I've literally mapped out a couple different ways about how I want to propose debate. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't gonna say why because she gonna hit this, and it's like, oh, what? No, it's it's coming. <laughs> just just know it's coming. But if we in public and I get down on my knee, as bad as these motherfuckers be hurting sometimes, <laughs> um, and I say, hey, I, you are the person. You are my you are my one. You are the person I want to spend the rest of this my life with. Mm-hmm. And you fix your lips to say no. My head is going to drop. Just like <laughs> if y'all watching this on YouTube, my head is going to drop. My eyes are going to close. And you're going to see me come from the depths of hell and I'm going to try to all this chin here, I'm trying to break your sh- like. I'm trying to Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Um, if y'all if y'all never played Mortal Kombat 11, like yeah, you, that, uh, that uppercut move, yeah, like you, you know how they be showing like jaw- the yeah. bones break. I'm trying to break all that shit, and I'm trying to hit your ass to the point where you fly <laughs> at least 45 feet. It's unlikely um, that you're gonna get a yes after I'm that either. <laughs> Right, you already, bro. You you've already said no. So at this point, I'm like, there's no coming back from that. So like, it's not like you. I I proposed to you. You told me no. The shit is over. Now I'm embarrassed. Now you got to catch this uppercut. You got to get your Um, leg. I got it. I got to get my. I got to get my leg back. Um. Now, granted. I don't know if y'all watch uh, Love is Blind on Netflix, but um, there was, the premise of the show is you meet these, you date these different people in these pods. You never see these people. You basically, for lack of better words, fall in love with their personality, with their charm and their voice without ever seeing them. And if the man feels that this is his person, what he has to do is he'll get down in his pod on one knee 
hey, so-and-so, I really love you. I care about you. Will you marry me? Um, the woman has the option to say yes or no. Um, but I'm telling this story because there was a couple on this last season. Um, he, the guy told this guy named Zach basically told this one girl, like, Hey, I really, really care about you, but I'm gonna pick this other chick. And he proposed to the other chick and they were on their quote unquote honeymoon. Cause what they do, like once you get, um, once you get married or I'm sorry, once you get, once you get engaged, they send you on your honeymoon to Mexico and then you spend like a couple days in Mexico and then they bring you back to the real world where you got to tell your people and then you, they throw you this wedding and then it's up to you to say yes or no at the wedding. Mm-hmm. But he proposed to this other chick. The chick said, yeah, but then when they were in Mexico, he realized, you know what? You really ain't the one for me. Like, I, 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 picked, I picked the wrong person. Right. Um... And so he found the other chick that he was talking to. They went out on a date. They ended up dating. He proposed to her. They went along with the wedding. They got married. So can you come back from a no? Yeah, because she, you know, forgave him. Like, hey, I'm going I'm to give you another chance. But me. if you tell me no, oh, it's a wrap for your ass. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I haven't had to think about this in since 2009. Somebody's saying no, <laughs> oh, man, but you, I, you a vet in the game. I'm a vet in the game, but um, I would say that based off of my experiences prior to that, and based off the person that I am, there is no spin in the block with me. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I get a no, if I get a rejection, you know, I'm not going to uppercut anybody. <laughs> I'm going to walk away gracefully. But there is just there's no spin in the block. I feel like I'm too much of a quality woman to um, let somebody not be sure. You know what I'm saying? Or I mean, it's just it's a no for me. So but shout out to, to homegirl. You know, she let him spin the block on her. But that's. She that's shot, an instant no for me. Like Kobe, man. Yeah, well, no, he like so. So it was literally him. He he was like, "Look, I made the wrong choice. I want to try. Like I, I, I legitimately do have feelings for you, and I love you. I want to get to know you. Blah blah blah." And she was like, "I'm heartbroken, but I'm gonna try." Couldn't have been me. I feel like this argument is waiting to happen in the future. I feel like oh, they're going to be arguing with her, and then he's going to say some shit, and then she's like, oh, that's why you wanted the other bitch. I'm like, oh, shit. Exactly. You and, know. And, you and know. No, she, she, literally, <laughs> like, she literally, I'm talking about until the day they actually, it, it, even in the reunion show is, you know, this week. But she never let that nigga forget, like, you know, you didn't choose me. I was your second choice. Bruh. Yeah. And that um, plays a role, like, I feel yeah. like in relationships and especially in marriage, you don't ever want that doubt there. You don't ever want, because doubt creates suspicion. Doubt creates insecurities. You know what I'm saying? And those are things that could 
destroy a marriage or a relationship. So, you know, I would never, and that's why I said I would never spin the block because, or I would never let someone like reject me and to come back in her situation. Bro, if you felt like at any moment in time that this woman topped me, you gonna have to stand on that shit because I don't want my husband to be, you know, second, I'm second tiering me. You know what I'm saying? For my husband, I'm top tier. For my husband, it's me or bust. You know what I'm saying? There are no second, third. For my husband, it's me or it's nothing. There's no second choice, third choice. Fourth, it's me and that's life. And if I can't walk into a marriage like that or a relationship like that, and this speaks for any any stage in my life I felt like this, then nigga, you, you don't have to stay. I'm going to make some people mad. I'm going to tell y'all. How you be in a relationship and not know what to expect? (laughs) (laughs) And maybe there's some people who got to know out there who's like, you know what? (laughs) And they going to come from my neck and that's fine. (laughs) But how you walk into a proposal and get a no that your ass wasn't expecting? (laughs) You know there's a possibility that this person may say no and you do it anyway. Like, you took that risk with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Where have you been? Yeah. Are you yeah. not present in the same relationship? I got so many questions. Because when people say no, I be yes. like, why? Somebody yeah. missed something. I don't know who right. it was. I can't even, I'm not even going to say it was the person who yeah. asked. Maybe it's the person who said no. Because somebody ain't telling the truth. Somebody ain't looking in the mirror. Yes. Somebody lying to themselves. Yes. Somebody, somebody mama lying. Like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you asked they mama yeah. and dad and they was like exactly. take us out take them off our hands like I don't know but somewhere <laughs> along the way somebody didn't yeah. promise some stuff that ain't true something mm-hmm. clean. something a yes in the yeah. middle of the night and a yes during the day so, that part <laughs> so um I had a question um and I, I kind of well okay here's the question so, the married people on the on on the, on the show cannot answer. So, Jasmine, this is strictly for you. How do um, I feel I about that? Okay, this. carry on. Problem. Uh, <laughs> is this right? <laughs> okay. The name the name of the show is Herc's World. I know when you be coming at me, and I'm gonna um, let it go. But okay. Okay, just make Um. So. Do you believe in spinning a block? And when I say spin a block, what I mean is you had this one guy, y'all married, you know, y'all, let's say y'all split up on applicable terms. It wasn't a bad breakup. Y'all just weren't made for each other at that point. Do you feel like it's okay to spin a block if that person comes back into your life and says, hey, I'm a better person now. I'm showing you I'm a better person. I want to show you the new me. Is that, a, do you spend a block? You're like, nah, nigga, you had your chance. You there are too many pizza. what is to answer that question. So, if we're talking about, it depends on the level how far the relationship goes. If we dated for a little while and we were both, I don't know, broke. Right, like a relationship can end <laughs> for those reasons. And yeah, I hope you do grow up, right? Yeah. Like I hope we both do become better people in a few years, like that type of stuff. 
it depends on the reason. Now, if we were in a committed relationship and we were headed toward marriage already, and at some point we go decide this ain't it. Hell no! What you gotta What you gotta say to me now that you couldn't say to me then? Like I don't understand. I'm a better man now. That's I'm so happy I'm for you. Man. I'm a better person. I'm That's ready. wonderful. <laughs> Hell, what am I spending? If we separated, <laughs> at least for me, it was because I recognized that there was something in you that I could not love past or look past or whatever. I couldn't forget. Like, if I go through, like, my relationships, there have been situations where, well, this happened and I couldn't get past it. Whether they wanted to or not, as long as I keep reminding you of it, we both need to walk away. Right? There are situations where... Oh wow, I didn't think this is who you were. And now that I know this is who you are, oh no. It's the for pe- people don't change. People really don't. Something there has to be a catalyst for people to change. I'm talking life altering catalyst. People yeah. change only in those circumstances. Yeah. But if you're talking about, oh, I got a better job, you ain't changed. If you're talking about, oh, you know, <laughs> I went back to school, no, nah, you ain't changed. You got into a car accident and thought your life flashed before your eyes. Maybe you didn't change. That might do it. <laughs> your mama died. Like, tell me, you know, something's going to have to happen for you to be a different person. Otherwise, you're not going to be. And there's nothing else you can say to me at this point that's going to convince me that I'm not walking back into the same situation that I walked out of. And I ain't crazy. I don't keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. Mm. She said a word there. Um, mm. I'm gonna I'm be 100. Um, y'all, y'all heard me tell uh, last time Stacey was here. She was my Alabama State crush. Um, there's only like three people. I don't even want to say three people. There are literally only two people that I'd be like, you know what? I really, really like Stacey, but these two people will come before Stacey. Y'all wanna know who those two people are? Ashanti and Maya. Just saying. Um, do with that information which I will, but those are little, like I know she said, you know, she had to be first when it when it came to her husband. But if Ashanti came to me and said, Hey, um, I know you in a committed relationship, I love that for you. Um, but um I need you to, you know, drop one off at me. I volunteer as tribute. Um, Ashanti, I love you, just just so you know. I hope it works out. But if it doesn't... I mean... You know where you can't come back. So you... Wait, so you telling me... If... Okay, so... If your select... If your... your, What's one... The one person comes up to you and says, hey, look, I know you married. I respect it. Mm-hmm. But I want you for myself. Mm-hmm. You not gonna leave your husband? Hell no. Loris, you gonna leave your wife? Tell the truth. Nope. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't leave back either, but what? <laughs> nah, bro, I'm not leaving. It's funny. I had Hell a, nah. my ex tried to spend the block on me after I got engaged. 
Yeah. No, I'm gonna say nobody listen to the podcast because ooh, if she do today, <laughs> she know now. She know now. It's not how she does that. She won't see. So my wife doesn't speak English fluently, so she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay, okay, okay. So she don't know yet. We we gonna translate that shit. No, I'm she probably, she probably will. I might tell her one day, but as of right now, does nah, she know what this girl is? <laughs> Oh, okay. Nah, 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 then you probably nah, good. Nah. Don't tell her because nah, I mean right. she can't find her nothing. Nah, I just, <laughs> just leave that out. Well, no, and and so the crazy, the craziest shit to me has always been: why is it that when guys get they life together, mm-hmm. and when I say get their life together, I mean find a woman that's for them. Um. The person they want to spend their rest of life, they want to marry. All these goddamn women come out of the woodworks like, oh, I liked you so much in high school. I liked you so much in college. Did you know I had a crush on you? Did you know I wanted you to smash me? Or I wanted to smash that night we were at the club together and we were slow winding, but I was drunk and I really couldn't tell you, so I don't know. Bitch, why you couldn't tell me this three years ago? What I was saying because you you weren't you weren't the same person three years ago. I was just about to say it's because you you know yeah you different and not only that the but the right woman nigga. can can nah. bring bring things out of you. Shut up. I want to do back I ain't Look, I'm the same nigga that I was three years ago. I'm still an asshole. I I still I'm still real sarcastic. I'm you know I'm a little lighter. I'm a little bit funnier. You could have told me this months ago. We there, there are things that have changed about you since we were eighteen years old, Mark. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are things. <laughs> there are things that have changed about you since since eighteen. You know what I'm saying? And and there is something very very attractive. Not to say that I've ever done it because I have not. But if I were to look at my husband right now, after I put 14 years of work into his ass, and as a couple, we have elevated from when we met at 20, you know what I'm saying? He is way more attractive to women now than when he was just a little asshole at Alabama State, you know, playing football. You know what I'm saying? So if a woman hadn't seen him since college and she looked at him now, I can... I get a girl, you know what I'm saying? He the shit, right? But he's mine. So I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's the reason why, because they're getting the complete package and not little pieces. They're getting the full grown man who is loyal and, you know, got his life together and this, that, and the third. And that is attractive, you know? And I'm men gonna go do back it to women all too. the way. I'm going to say what my grandparents used to say. My grandfather used to tell, tell my grandmother, Oh, and I ain't hear it firsthand. It's like third forehand, but he used to tell her, "Don't tell other women what I do for you." And she mm. would be like, "Okay, <laughs> like okay," because what he said was, "Is they will mm-hmm. see that and they will think that they can get it too." What people, yes, what people make the mistake yes. of is that who they are to somebody is not who they're gonna be necessarily to you. So people be willing to risk they risk yes. it all on some. I see what she can do for him. Like there's, I think even if there's a part of this that's like pure biology, right? It's how do I secure right. my future? And people see other people's secured futures and be like, I'm gonna give me one. 
but then you then you jack it up mm-hmm. and they ain't gonna be that person to you there are so many people who have tried who have become going from the side piece to the main or think they the main or whatever it is that they think they gonna do and come to find out they don't do half of that stuff because you came with a whole lot of extra problems or you came yeah. with like you weren't doing what the other person was doing people are gonna be who they are yeah to individuals and that's just what it is and so Mm-hmm. people see that and yeah they're like I want something but you can't guarantee that some hell you can't even guarantee a piece of it absolutely I, I agree okay. I agree um yeah so um fellas if you propose to these women and then all this extra uh coochie come out of nowhere don't fall for it it's fake it's not real um Facts. you know it's it, it's cap Facts. And um, ladies, please don't propose to these guys. Um, please don't. Because if, if if the man really wanted to marry you, he would ask you. Yeah, um, and he will, and, and I and I will say this: he, if a man legitimately wants to marry you, he will ask you on his own time um, when he feels the time is right, when he is in a position to make that decision. Um, like Roy said, most guys know in six months. Um, I knew about a year um have i done it no waiting for i'm waiting for a couple things and you know a couple other things to move in to fall into place um but most guys know six months to a year what we gonna do um so don't be out here proposing to these guys um but fyi bae when i do propose and if you tell me no just know um, I'm going to hell <laughs> that day. So I don't condone hitting women by any means um, at all. But if you, if we're in a public setting and I ask you for your hand in marriage and you tell me no, Lord Jesus, please <laughs> forgive me for what I'm about to do. But we're going to go to break. Um, we're going to get. Uh, more into this whole uh, men women type deal uh, when we be, we'll be right back with more hearts are you looking to buy sell or rent commercial or residential properties in Tennessee well look no further than real estate agent Lakeisha Henderson Lakeisha Henderson real estate agent with White Your Realtors SPM contact Lakeisha right now for a free consultation find her on Instagram at I got the keys underscore 901 for a list of properties check out her website Lakeisha-Henderson.com TheHomeBuyersChoice.com To buy, sell, or rent any property, commercial or residential, in Tennessee, be sure to contact Lakeisha Henderson. Hey, people, it's the Big Hurt, host of Hurt's World. He's a real nice fella. Hurt's World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships to mental health and wellness to pop culture, Hurt's World is here to speak on. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you stream your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hertz World, please email us at hertzworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hertzworld24 at gmail.com. Welcome back to Hertz World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host to be hurt. And y'all know the rest. So, we're talking about women proposing to men before we went to break. But now we're going to flip the script. Um, unless you've been living on a rock the last couple of days, on social media, um, there is another viral topic, 
a 24-year-old soccer player, and let's just say, you know, I mean, it's a soccer player. They not in America. Let's let's start there. He's in Europe. <laughs> is married or getting divorced from his 36-year-old wife <clears throat> is an actress and model. They have two kids together. Um, from what I've read, he is under investigation for a rape charge for a rape charge. Um, but they are, but him and his his wife is divorcing him. So she gets to court and is like, hey, I want this, this, and this um, because we're getting divorced and he should have to pay this and he should have to pay that. Judge says, okay, cool, let's do it. But jokes on her, all his assets, cars, clothes, jewelry, money, bank accounts are in his mama name like the big timers. If y'all know this, if y'all if y'all don't get the reference to the big timers, got everything in my mama name. So I'm hood, I'm hood rich. La da da. So yeah, um, she will probably get next to. I mean, she'll get a little bit, but he got to go to mama to get any type of money um, to pay this woman. Um, <laughs> social media has different mixed mixed approaches. Some people are like, oh man, this man is a genius. Uh, he dies the bullet. She a gold digger. Uh, some people are like, why is this shit in his mama name? What type of mama's boy is he? Um, what type of you know, weird ass relationship him and his mama got going on where all his shit is in her name? So I pose the question to the panel. Um, specifically Leroy and Stacy, because they said, Hey, when you talk about this on Hertz World, we gotta be there. I wanna talk about this. Um we will let Yeah, but not till I'm done. We will I, let Stacy go first. Um <laughs> first off, um, I do want to note that I did read that she has, she does have her own money. Um, I know she that does. there were a lot of people calling her a gold digger because she, you know, specifically went to court and wanted half. Um, but I do want to say that she does have her own money. Um, I will say that for me, I thought the situation was hilarious. I thought it was funny. Um, not diving too much into the ins and outs of it. Cause maybe it's not, maybe it's a sad story. I, you know, you dropped some stuff on me that I didn't know. Um, but I thought it was funny and cute and everything like that. My, my takeaway from it though, was this is another one of those things, topics that people are going to take that is very, very, um, specific, um, and they're going to run with it and try to apply it to everybody. Now, all of a sudden, you know, the, the man that has $38.52 in his bank account is going to be talking about, that's right, let me put let me put my money in my mama name. And his mama probably going to steal it and go get some Chick-fil-A. And then when he really needs that $32.56, he's not going to have shit. You see what I'm saying? Because she wanted Chick-fil-A. You understand? So, like, let's not take this this specific situation and try and apply it to everyone. I I, I use the the um 
the comparison on my page about LeBron James and Savannah. Everybody wants to wants a Savannah, but they ass ain't no LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And this is the same thing. I don't I can't pronounce his name, but you are not him, fellas. You are not him. So don't try it. Make sure that you know what I'm saying. And, and your mama is not his mama. <laughs> so don't try it. You know what I'm saying? It it almost seemed very underhanded um to me also though because I feel like to marry someone and feel the need to hide money. And I also read that she wasn't even in his will. You know what I'm saying? So if something happened to her, she wouldn't have gotten anything either. I, I feel like as a husband, it's just trifling. If you feel like you have to hide money and you sh- you're not going to put your wife in your will and you're doing all of this shady stuff, if if that's how you feel, then don't get married. She could have She could have just been your baby mama. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you didn't have to have kids at all. But I feel like if you have to go to those extremes, that sh- that should not have been an arrangement that it should have ever even happened to begin with. Um, it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And even more than that, it's embarrassing that she didn't know. Because I know where every red cent is going in my house. If there was, if there was 33 cent missing from my account that Apple took away or something like that, I would notice on my bank account. There is nothing. And matter of fact, I uh, I filled out the beneficiary information for my husband. So I know where the money is going. You know, so I just feel like to be a wife and to not know these things is ignorant. It's asinine. It's, 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 it's a terrible example. I hope she doesn't have daughters. It's horrible. <laughs> Fucking mess. <clears throat> Royce, I don't know how you going to follow that, but go ahead, bro. City boy with it. 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 Hey, city, city boy, we up. City boy, but I love it. I, I'm here for it. I love it. Because, man, I'm, I'm tired of seeing these dudes work so hard for so long and put in this work and, and, and strive and struggle and, and they... And they, they just like who, who said was it a uh, French Montana? Uh, no, Rick Ross. My my nigga Kobe about to lose 150 mil. Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. That meant she wasn't putting in them goals, man. And again, I, I, me personally, I think the real MVP is the mama because like like you said, what mama ain't gonna take just take that money and run? I mean, I, right. my mama would be. I, I could trust my mama with that money, but it's it's sad that. It's sad that we have to, like, this man had to go through these links because, my like, another letter we're not talking about is she's 30, 36? She's 36, she's 24. They've been together for three years, meaning she met him when he was 21 and she was 33. Oh, wow. So I did not, not talk, know that. So we're not talking about that also. And then also another yeah. aspect is in Muslim culture, they're both Muslim. It is very rare for a younger man to date to marry to date or marry a younger woman, uh, an older woman. Excuse me. So that's mm-hmm. another aspect aspect that we're not talking about. So my, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a win win on his part because I feel like his mom was like, "Yo, um, I think his mom was like, look, look, son. she saw it coming a mile away. I think I think his mama saw it and she was like, "Yo, yeah. do this because what twenty what twenty one year old has the foresight to think like that." Yeah, yeah. So I think his mama was like, I think this bitch coming after your money because she sees you. <laughs> yeah. You think I've seen this? I've 
when I was stationed in Japan as a young man, you could always tell the cat who wasn't getting no puss in the States. And the minute he got his ass to Japan, them Japanese and Filipino women know how to put it on their ass. They're like, I'm going to get these benefits. Yeah. So he never yeah. used to get no pussy. And then all of a sudden, he getting all this new ass. Yeah. And now he's yes. like, yo, I'm going to put this bitch on my, on my benefits and all this shit. And then boom. <laughs> I think they she saw this as a come up from a young buck who don't know what the fuck you're doing. But his mom yeah. was like, you ain't doing my son like that. And she was like, boom. Yeah. So I see it as a win for him. Gold Digger played the game and she lost. <laughs> she got her own money, true enough. She, I think, mm-hmm. I think her net worth is what, like two million, and his worth like twenty four million. I think mm-hmm. she saw she she was with him for the. Uh, I think this is something again. Not everybody's LeBron. I think she saw that it, it was going to be a good ride, and then he got uh-huh. the allegations, and she was like, "Oh, let me go ahead and get off while his value is at its most high." This is my out. This, yeah. is, my this out. is my out. And then he was yeah. like, "Yo, you trying to leave me? Bet." There, there's your out. Go ahead and get up out of here. I see you ain't with you with me for a season. You you with me yeah. for a reason, not for the seasons. So he mm-hmm. was so he she was playing checkers. He was playing chess. Yeah. So I'll say this. So from and and reading the different things that I've read about this story since it came out, um, it did come out that she is a successful actress and model, and she has her own money. Um, <clears throat> my question is if they like they met when like you said he was 19 she was 33 what you doing with this dude like what is this dude doing for you uh-huh. two you got two kids mom and being married three years he pops he popped he popped two of you real fast Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gonna get child support, but if you got your own money, me personally, if I ever like, if I ever make it big, um, and I'm and and I and, I, and, I, and I, I'm a single man, any chick that was with me shooting in the gym, you're signing a prenup, period. Because you because you're not gonna mm-hmm. get, you shouldn't have access to the money that. I, that I made before you mm-hmm. and you making your own money like we can build stuff like yeah we'll have stuff together you know stuff like that but why are we doing this extra shit so I personally feel like okay he winning cause he dies that bullet he won. to a certain extent yeah you know yeah he still gotta pay child support cause them his kids but and in hindsight, if mama did say or mama did see, hey, this may not be the best thing for you. Y'all only, you know, y'all only been married for three years. Now she's talking about leaving. Here's my question. Y'all have only been married three years. What? The, why the fuck did y'all get married? If you don't divorce this nigga in three years. To me, that to me, it sounds like um, and this is no knock to Janet Jackson, but didn't Janet Jackson marry a, a millionaire, a billionaire? The day and then the, the day after their five-year anniversary, she filed for divorce and got paid. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like she had to be married for a certain amount of time in order to be entitled to 
so much of his wealth. And then the, the like, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson, yes, Janet Jackson wow. major come up. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying that's right, but I mean, she made up for the first two marriages, right. though. That's, so I'm just that's saying. Predatory. Because that wasn't. That's not how the first couple went. So I ain't really that mad. You got to perfect that biscuit recipe before you get the perfect biscuits. <laughs> but see, I feel like, and, and 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 this is why I always say, women are thousands times smarter, more smarter than men, because they have these. They they women will map shit out. Women are literally better at playing the long game than men are. Now, mm-hmm. you know, her long game may have been. Okay, I'm a I, I, I'm a I'm a get with this young cat. I'm gonna have his kids. I'm gonna stay married. I'm gonna stay married to him. He got like another eight years in his career, so he that's you know, so he a month a million a year. So that's more money. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm gonna master his wealth, and then the very it, 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 when it's right right before us, it, it's too late, and I can't do nothing else. Divorce. Now I will say that she, I think one of the reasons she is divorcing him is because of the allegations of you know sexual misconduct that he has against him. By all means, Queen, like if you don't want to be attached to that, get out. Yeah. But marriage is one of them things, for better or worse, right? Yeah, and and in addition to that, it you it begs the question: Why did you specifically go to court and ask for half? If right. you don't want to be with him, get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? And what comes of that will come of that. Obviously, you know you're going to get money for child support. And if you want to go for, uh, what do they call it when they give you a... Uh, spousal support. Spousal support, that's fine. The alimony, right. Then that's fine. But she specifically went to court and said, I want half. That, to me, spoke volumes. You know what I'm saying? That means that that was always in your forethought of, I'm gonna, if I ever leave, I'm taking half. And, um, and that's just not right. You know, she may That's she may have right. been trying to play long game, but she you know she was playing long game against Mama. <laughs> oh, girl, that part. Yeah. Mama was playing Mama a real was long like, game. I got <laughs> it. Miss <laughs> Stacy, Miss Jasmine, let me let me ask you a question. So I, I know Miss Stacy said you met your husband when y'all was both struggling college students when y'all was twenty yeah. years old and y'all been fourteen years strong. And Miss Jasmine, I, I don't know if you were in a relationship or not right now. I'm not gonna ask that, but let me let me ask you this: A woman meets a man who is of high value, meaning he he is worth millions of dollars and has properties, assets. He 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 has a lot of money. He meets a woman and marries that woman after they get divorced for a certain amount of time. Do you think that that woman is entitled to spousal support, alimony, and half of his property after he's built his wealth after they've met? I feel like she is entitled to be comfortable. Um, I don't feel like it should be the type of situation where, oh, well, I can only live this kind of life with him because as a wife, now I have become accustomed to living this particular way. And, um, you know, to, to cut that off, especially if it's a woman that doesn't have anything, you know, a lot of these women don't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think it's right to then just divorce him and then she's just out on her ass, maybe living in a thousand dollar apartment. You know, I don't think that's right. So I do think, especially if she has children, that that lifestyle should should, should continue 
for a certain amount of time. Um, for the rest of her life, no. Half of anything, no. Um, and that's just that's just how I feel. Something, yes. Everything, no. Because I do feel like as a wife, you do put you pour into your marriage. It is, it is a job. You know what I'm saying? It should be a job that you do willingly, but it, it still is a job. Right. And there's still time and, and energy and effort put into that. And it, if you become a mother in that, now you're adding on to that. So I don't feel like you just become worthless once you're no longer attached to this man. But I also don't feel like it's right. And as a mother, I'm thinking this way because if, if it were my son, you know, I have to look at that aspect of it. You don't get half a shit. You don't get half of a motherfucking thing, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You get what you get. You can get your little spousal support. You can you can maintain your car. I'll put you in a nice house. But you're not getting half of a motherfucking thing if you didn't contribute in some way. And let's take it a step further. To be married to a high-value man financially, because being high-value financially doesn't make you high-value, in my opinion. True, you got to put true. a little bit more into that go. to get that to in its totality. But from a financial perspective, to be, be with a high-value man and you make nothing of it, you don't start a business, you don't put some money away, you don't do shit but sit on your ass and, and pop out babies or just you're just there and you just exist... To me, I feel like, you know, you, you dropped the ball and now that you're no longer with him, you're going to have to eat that. You're going to have to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So I would say that for those men that do get a prenup in place, that 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 money is set aside for a certain amount of years. So if you're doing spousal support, it's not forever. It's not till she fucking dies. But maybe for the next three years, you support her and you put a house in her name and make sure she has a, a car to drive your kids around in. You don't just leave her assed out. So I that's would, my take on it. I will say this. Dr. Dre's ex-wife, the, the most recent one, um literally gets paid in their divorce settlement until she remarried. gets into another until she remarries. Yeah. She ain't never gonna remarry. She that, gonna have a nigga on the side that and she alone, gonna have a nigga on the side for the rest of her life. <laughs> bro, that alone entices that woman to bro, you could literally see like she I'm and and, and don't get me wrong, I love Oprah. But literally, whoever she decides to date from this point on, they the new Oprah and Stephanie. Because they <laughs> never get bruh, married. Nigga, I'm not marrying you. And fuck up this three. Bruh, I, it was some asinine number that she was getting um, in support. Um, hold on. Um, by the way, Janet Jackson got $500 million for divorcing her ex-husband, by the way. Damn, um, Janet! Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Like that yeah. was fucked up, but City Girls up on that one. I mean, that was that was years it was ago. fucked up though. Yeah, it was good, bro. City, City Girls been up for so long; it's crazy right now. But that's why. It, and it's, it's <laughs> City Girls been up so bad. Like I mean, they've been up so good, man. I'm just happy to see one dude win. Like this is the one great instance where, and I hate that it's like that, but but it's just I've seen where. Shit. I, uh, again, this is not. This is for the, the these one percent like millionaires and stuff like that. But I've just seen where women will get married to a man, and they come in with absolutely nothing. Your only job description is shaking your ass on Instagram, and then you marry a man who has 
tens of millions of dollars in that account. And then you'll be with that man for a couple of years, maybe even a couple months. And then after that, you want half of his worth. Like, I, like, oh, I did all this and I did all that. And I'm like, you, how is, I mean, it, it, I know I'm married now, but I just think how is a, a marriage contract, What? how does it benefit a man? Like if I marry you and I have to pay you alimony, spousal support, you're incentivized to leave. So like, I mean, if I can sign a contract where I could quit, where I could quit anything and then I still make a shit ton of money after I quit, why would I not want to quit and not have to and not have to put in the work? Because marriage is work. So why why would I not quit the job and then still get the money? That's a win-win. So shit, I would do it too. But it's just, I mean, that's why I'm just happy to see this one dude win, man. <laughs> like, so to answer the question, I, I feel like there's there's it depends on the person. Depends on the woman. Um because going back to um, you know, if you get with somebody, if I get with you, I don't care what you got before, you're going to come up because that's who I am. Period. Right? Like, it doesn't matter. I'm bringing something to the table. Now, I ain't bringing millions to the table, but I got some, I got some stuff over here, like a little bit over there, and I'm smart. Right? So, whatever you gain with me, yeah, we entitled to that together. Right? Because you would not... The, the idea is that we are leveling up together. You wouldn't have that if it wasn't for me. And it works the opposite direction, right? Like, a man like that can absolutely grow my business and do all this stuff. Like, yeah, that's the whole point. What happened before that? I wasn't there. <laughs> like, how do you <laughs> how I'm going to be entitled to some stuff that I wasn't even present for? That part. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Um, now, on the flip side, in a bunch of my relationships, that's been me. And I have stepped to people real clearly and been like, so, um, I'm going to need you to sign this. I mean, I no <laughs> no hard feelings, nothing like it's it's not even real. But people get real testy when stuff start to be over and people get mad. Like, nah, I'm going to need you yeah. to understand yeah. that these properties in my name. Not our name. My name. Now, if we grow a portfolio past my little bit to a big portfolio, then we have a different conversation. We also start having details about where did the money to do that investment come from? Right? Because we wouldn't be able to build that portfolio if you didn't have the portfolio I started. Right? There's so much to it that I'm going to be real mad if you come up, come for that stuff. Tell me some, oh, well, we bought this and we bought that. Yeah, who who paid the down payment on it? We refinanced my other property so you could so you could do that. Right? And so, as a person who has, again, I ain't got a whole lot of nothing. I really don't. <laughs> but, I got a little more than some people. <laughs> and, and as that person, I have been very, very clear about Nah, it ain't happening like that. And so I don't think it's gendered, right? Like, I don't feel any type of way. Whoever it is who's coming to the table with whatever, if you weren't there in the beginning, then, like, you're entitled to marital growth. Whatever happened as a product of a marriage. Yeah. I do feel differently when people have children, right? Going back to the concept of, oh, so now that you're not with her, like, your kids, you just, y'all just asked out. Like, that's wrong. That's outright wrong. Right. Um, And a lot of people feel that way especially if they aren't the person initiating the divorce. 
right? And so that's when it starts mm-hmm. to be a little bit like questionable and like what are you what are you really doing? Um, you should gladly hand this woman who yeah. is taking care of your children so you can go make whatever you gonna make, whatever she needs to take care of your yeah. kids. And part of making sure she's good is you making sure your kids are good is making sure she's good. If she gotta be worried about some stuff, she ain't able to take care of your kids to the best of her ability. And why would you want her to struggle just because you have, you have the power to do that? That's a different conversation. But that's why I'm I'm an advocate of prenups, you know, and marital agreements because I feel like that's your chance to negotiate for yourself just in case. Because the reality of it is, when you're mad at somebody or somebody has done something against you. You know, people think differently than when you're in love, right? So I I fully support people getting a prenup, whether it's a man or a woman. Um, Marriage I guess is love. In, Jan- is in Janet Jackson, huh? Marriage is love. Divorce is a business. It is, Marriage but is but when you're coming in with that much money, with with a, a large financial bulk, I feel like you have to think like that. You you have to. You have to bring that into into the situation, or you'll end up like Janet Jackson's ex husband ha- asked out, and really that prenup must have just been hurt, huh? Hurt. He hurt. Right. But my thing is, if if that it was in the prenup, why did you do that to yourself? Why would you be that generous in the prenup to where she could take half or five hundred million dollars after year five? That's insane. I feel like he was planning on being terrible That's and didn't insane. think she was gonna make it. <laughs> like that's a plan Hell like yeah. I'm gonna be the worst but look Kim did it to Kanye right. Kim did oh. it to Kanye Kim had an agreement with Kanye to where every year of ma- marriage she got more money and that's just in spousal support we're not even talking about all those uh, kids they have that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't Kim it was Kim that Chloe was did Chris. it too Chloe did it too who that was Chris. that was that that was the mama oh the like, mama like it, it, oh yeah. It, whenever you talk about Kardashians, yeah, the the, the doors like reap the benefit of that shit. Mm-hmm. But the the real mastermind, yeah, is the mama. The and story. she made sure that That's they secured the bag. Idea. Yeah, she made sure they secured the bag. The only marriage that that Kim didn't make money off of was the one that was for like two weeks or thirty days or however long she was married to that boy. Seventy-two days and her first yeah. one too. And her first one right. was, it was crazy before she was famous. But just to wow. just real quick, just real quick, Herc, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop using the quotations. We always called him Herc. We, but I didn't even know his real name for the longest time. <laughs> like for, for a damn half for us for a whole semester, I didn't know his name. I was like, yo, big really? Herc. I swear to God, I was like, yo, I guess Herc. maybe because we're females, we got the re- the government name. But um, I had to I had to tell y'all the real name. Yeah, now, y'all, now y'all won't stop using it. Look, and I, me personally, I don't even accept nicknames. If somebody comes to me, even now with a nickname, I'm gonna say, well, "What's your real name?" You know, and that's what I'm gonna call you. Um, but even the the you know, sometimes I I would say specifically men set themselves up because even in the Kim Kardashian situation where he was married for forty days or something. His family wasn't even invited to the wedding, <laughs> so it's like, why would you even marry her? Like you, you set yourself up. Men do stuff like that all the time. It doesn't make sense. Because we be in love. That's the thing. That's um, like when we talk about right. like it depends on the woman, right? Like some of these people get real mad and forget who they married 
when the loving that is over, right? Because they're the same person. So you're like, that she part. can't get half. Well, yeah, but she wasn't doing shit before y'all got married. <laughs> like, what you mean? What you mad about? Like, she, she you yeah. know somebody who well, isn't. So okay. going back to the whole conversation of like, yeah, if you've been embarrassed with somebody for this long and they have funds or whatever the case is and you didn't do something with those funds, shame on you, boo-boo. Well, why you even marry somebody who ain't gonna do it? That part. Right, you knew she was gonna spend your that money part. and not add to your money. If that's, you need to be looking for the mm-hmm. add to your money women and not the spend your money women. If she, if you, if y'all spent y'all dating time Bar. dressing her up and buying her stuff and she's steady having her hand out and think it's cute to go on, to, on a trip to the mall and go on a shopping spree, then you set yourself up. You played yourself. She didn't, she ain't gonna change. Yeah. She ain't gonna get smarter. Ain't nobody that got that married nope. somebody with a lot of money and went back to college. <laughs> there yep. may be some out there, but we don't know <laughs> their names because they smart. <laughs> we be just being quiet. <laughs> Them the ones that was like, right. oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some of this. <laughs> they ain't gotta worry about no damn divorce mm-hmm. settlement because they took care of it while they were still married. <laughs> we ain't heard about them because mm-hmm. the shit's in their name. Nope, and you're not. So, uh, Dr. Dre's ex-wife, real quick, got a uh, hundred million dollars in their divorce. She had to move out the house, but she got the Rolls Royce, a Range Rover, a Escalade limousine, and a Spider, and she got to keep all her jewelry. She she winning. She won. She can Bro, she she can. Bruh, so she also had to be married to Dr. Dre. Shit, like (laughs) that's not a bad thing. So seventy five percent of it, no. (laughs) Pay me what you owe me. Now, 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 now I will say this. I mean, like I know we, I know we've seen the Lifetime movies, and you know, like he was beating the shit out of the women. Mm -hmm. Alleged, like I don't. I wasn't there, so I can't say he did it. But you know, the movie say he 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 beat a cup, he whoops and beat people ass. Yeah. Um. You know, so. But here's the thing: if you're with somebody and they are abusive, uh-huh. they were married for twenty four years. You mean to tell me you let this man beat your ass for twenty four years? It happens. Really? Especially with powerful men. It happens a lot with powerful men. Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Dr. They, Dre they is, a, par- is, a, is a great example of that, right? Because we know what happened to the first, to his ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something mm-hmm. in my heart. It's written about that fool, right? For a reason. Tell us something that got me hooked on you. Yeah, yeah it is. And, I, and she walked away. <laughs> yeah. That right hook got a hook. And I haven't even seen the, the documentary of, uh, I think it was Michelet with Michelet, the high voice yeah. that was talking about. Yeah. But I do believe it just because there were other accounts from even men that would talk about witnessing it. So I do believe that he's abusive. So, you know. So I'll say this. Um, he could be, a, he, he, he could be, he could not be, I don't know. Now, the, the, the narrative that I want to spin is... Let's just say, and 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 and, I, and I'll try to tie it together. 
so Dr. Dre has a history of being abusive. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, Jonathan Majors was in the news. Um, Cap, go ahead. For choking that white woman. Don't Cap, put them in ahead. the same category. Um, that ain't what. Cap, go ahead. I'm Cap. just saying it. They said he beat. He, they said he beat the Cap. woman ass. That's all I'm saying. Um, Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna. He was 17 Rihanna years beat old. His man, ass Rihanna beat him first. Rihanna put and hands on that I, man I, first. I, 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 I don't condone I him whooping her ass the way that he did, but I also want to note that prior to that, she did spit in his face and beat his ass until he like while they were in that car. So I just want to throw that out there. He got his lick I, back. He was just more powerful. I, it's fu- no, he it got a, his lick back and he kept licking. That's it, was a, it was expensive, <laughs> but she hit him first. <laughs> I get all that. Just say it. <laughs> but let's just say it comes out that Dr. Dre didn't do none of those things. It mm-hmm. came out. Jonathan Majors didn't really choke that woman. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown did what he did, but that was 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. When do we count? When do we forgive these celebrities for the mistakes that they made when they were younger? That's Why another, do we think we can? That's another that's that's another race issue too because I feel like yeah black men Big aren't time. forgiven for their past but white men are because there you go. So I mean let's, let me let me let me piggyback off that real quick. White men aren't even held accountable. Okay, Ooh, yeah. they they don't even have anything to be forgiven for because nobody really holds them accountable until they want to turn eighty eight and then now you want to lock this nigga up. But you let him run rampant for fucking 70 years. So it's you can't even compare the black white thing when it comes down to the mistakes, because ours will always be put on the spotlight 10 times more than any other, you know, culture. It's true. Like with the whole Jonathan Major situation, bro, I remember when it happened, me and my homegirl was on Facebook and we and the, the news article posted. She was like, I hope this ain't true. I said, uh, I said, I mean, I'm not going to say her name. I said, D. I said, let's just wait because I'm, this man is in two, two half a billion dollar movies out at the same time. He is the hottest actor in Hollywood right now with a GQ article. I said, I guarantee what happened was it's his girlfriend. She saw his phone, see, saw that he had some sneaky links and then went through his shit. And then she was like, okay, bet. You want to make me look bad and you want to do this to me. I said, you know what? I can't I can't physically beat you up. But if I can't have you at this level. Can't nobody have you. So what am I going to do? Allegation. Allegation. And she recanted. She did. She recanted the whole situation. What happened was, I guarantee what happened was that she went through his phone, saw some shit. She saw some shit that she wasn't supposed to see. Just like Drake said, she going to be upset if she keeps scrubbing to the left. She, right. she scrolled to the left. She saw some shit she didn't want to see. And then she confronted mm-hmm. him. He was like, mind your business. You happy? Yeah. Stay in your place. He said, he said, he said, uh, he said, hoes got to stay in their place and know your place hoe. That's what he told her. And then she got upset at that. And then she was like, well, fuck it. If I can't have you this successful, can't nobody have you. And she tried to ruin that man. That's, that's what I think happened. Fellas, all that, all that simply means is um one pick your mate better <laughs> two stop dating white women 
Um, and I'm and that is in, in, in no way, shape, fashion, or form to my white sisters. I love y'all. Like I, I, I do, I do. But stop dating white women. <laughs> um, get you a black woman. That because had this woman had it had he had a black girlfriend, I feel like that this whole situation would have been a whole lot different. Probably. We wouldn't even know about the shit. Yeah, because nobody would give a fuck. Nobody would give a fuck. That's one. <laughs> she would already know what the fuck this nigga was doing before he was doing it. Because black women, are, I don't, y'all got superpowers. She would have got her lick back. She ain't got to do that to get her lick back. Vampire. Exactly. So, um, stop dating white women. Um, I also, I also want to just note that I think that, at least for me, I I never believe abuse allegations when it comes to black men immediately. Thank God. You know, finally I never do. a woman says it. Fucking I finally. never do. Oh my God. You know, black men are lied on more than any race of men that exist on this earth. And as a black woman specifically, even when it comes down to other black women, because there are laws and rules put into place to where there doesn't even have to be a burden of proof for a man to be arrested for an allegation of domestic violence. Um, if if I call the police right now and say, you hit me, you know, it doesn't even have to be baseless. They're going to arrest you. And so that idea has been weaponized. The, the abuse thing has been weaponized. And, you know, it's such a complex situation because, again, the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation, I don't condone men hitting women, but in that situation, I don't feel like she was a victim. I felt like they fought and it was what it was. But because she's a woman, you know, it became a bigger issue. He had scratches and black eyes and bruises just like she did. She was throwing haymakers too. Do I condone him hitting? No. But the spitting part of it is what triggered me to be like, I would have slapped the shit out of that bitch too. You know what I'm saying? Um, But again, you know, the Jonathan Majors thing, I was so disappointed um, by how a a large majority of our community just jumped on that bandwagon and slamming this man. And, you know, I'm sure that a lot of women who have experienced abuse and domestic violence instantly were triggered and, you know, jumped on the bandwagon as well. But sometimes as a community, we just have to wait. Let the facts come out. Let's see what happens before we immediately think that this man uh, was abusive um, and did something wrong. And even though he hasn't been proven innocent yet, I think that it's still a pending thing. I don't believe that he touched that woman in any way, shape or form. It's crazy, bro. Like Jonathan Majors lost more for allegations than Dana White did for actual video evidence. Yeah, literally. Like that's the craziest shit I've ever heard. Like it's literally see, again, it goes back to how how black men are treated when it comes to uh, I'm not trying to make this a race, you know, podcast today, but it's just the way that black men are treated because I'm not saying some black men out there out there aren't fucked up because R. Kelly is a piece of shit. R. Kelly yeah. is a huge piece of shit. So He's is evil. Elvis. So is Elvis. Elvis walked around with a harem of young girls, married a 14-year-old. Woody Allen married his stepdaughter, Harvey Weinstein. Wow, that's just sick. And what's crazy is I have never heard these things, and that's what's crazy. No, no, like, no, no, like, so, so, now, don't get me wrong. Do I condone what R. Kelly did to these women? Not at all. Fuck no. Fuck R. Kelly. But, but, 
But now I will say fuck R. Kelly when it comes to these young girls. Yes. I will not say fuck R. Kelly when it comes to the music. I can't just I can I I just I'm just one of the But you know what but you know what though? I I haven't been able to internalize his music music the same since all of this like I it does I don't feel it the same. Like instantly when I hear his music, I think about what he's done. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but I think about the fact that the nigga got away with it twice. And kept doing it. You know well, what I'm so, saying? So here, so here, so here's my take on R. Kelly. And we, we kind of got into it last week. But here's my take on Kelly. Um, R. Kelly. Can I separate the man from the music? Yes. Did he do some fucked up shit to women um, that he will rot in jail for the rest of his life for? Yes. Does he deserve to be there? Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the music side of R. Kelly... I kind of just it, 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 it's hard because he's a to genius. To me, it's just timeless. But what I will say yeah. is, R. Kelly and Jay Z did a whole album called "The Best of Both Worlds," and on, on, on that album, um, they had a song called "Not Guilty." I remember that. Yeah, Kells, Kells, Kells got away. With fucking video proof, like everybody, a lot yeah. of people saw that fucking saw the fucking yeah. tape. Yeah. At that point, whoever was around Kel should have said, "Look, sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Don't do shit else because you God gave you a chance, a second yeah. chance to 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 get up to, to to do whatever fuck it is that you're doing with this music. Stop. Yeah." R. Kelly, biggest downfall was he thought because his name was Robert Kelly, he was going to get off like a white dude right? when he was fucking untouchable. Yeah. That's why R. Kelly's locked up now because he fucking thought he was untouchable and they would never come after him again. Yeah. But when you go against the federal government and they lose, oh, nigga. Yep. They're like just waiting for you to mess up again. They, nigga, if you sneeze the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a rap for your ass. Mm-hmm. And that's that 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 is R. Kelly's biggest, you know, thing. Like he did, like the, the shit is fucked up. Like all yeah. he did, all, all, all fucked up. You should have you should have not done it in the first place. Mm-hmm. But you continue to do this shit because you felt like you were fucking untouchable and you felt you were a middle-aged white man and you were in this industry that you were fucking untouchable. Yep. And them niggas showed up. And they touched his ass. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. Like, your first question was, why do when do we feel like we can forget? And I, my response, my original response was, why do we feel like we have that power, right? So, celebrity has taken this interesting role right where we assume that because people are good at something that and and we pay them for whatever skill they have we are entitled to their lives we're entitled to you know deciding whether or not like sticking our nose in places that it doesn't belong the people who need to worry about forgiving them are the people who they were who victim who were victimized, right? Like this idea that right. you know 
I'll decide when we forget. Like, it's such a weird and creepy obsession that we have with people who, again, it's like because they have a, are of extraordinary talent, we're like, great, we're going to put stick our claws in. Like, there's almost this weird obsession, jealousy, waiting for you to fall. Right. With strangers. <laughs> We don't know them <laughs> at all, and 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 literally, um, I, and the person who said it escapes me, and it might and it might even been Jay Z. Like, you know, what the fuck you worried about? What like broke people? Like millionaires don't think about what broke niggas doing, so mm-hmm. broke niggas shouldn't care about what millionaires are doing. Yeah, like we in two different tax brackets. Like we in two yeah. different tax brackets. My problems ain't the same problems somebody like Chris Brown, Jay Z, or you know, well, maybe R. Kelly, when and definitely R. Kelly won, <laughs> but we ain't got the same type of problems, right? Like, you know, R. Kelly got to worry about a motherfucker keeping a motherfucker off him for right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. like, he got to worry about that prison talent show that they got. Um, Jay Z got to worry about, hmm, I woke up this morning, which private jet am I gonna fly to, you know, go sign this deal? Right, right. I gotta worry about do I really want to go to fucking work tomorrow? Right. Like we we are not the same. So it's cool to talk about, but I can't compare myself or you know who am I to say, oh well, because you know, Jay-Z did this or said this, I'ma cancel Jay-Z. Nigga don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Niggas still listen to Jay-Z. <laughs> it's like and one we'll day, continue to. And we'll continue. Yeah. It's yeah, like one day we turn what was yeah. originally intended to be like social justice action against individual people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we were boycotting yeah. and you know, all of that stuff is supposed to, was intended to be kind of a you know, group of people taking mm-hmm. a stand against an establishment. And we have turned individual people into mm-hmm. these establishments. We've turned celebrity into an establishment. And yeah. The idea that like, yes. oh, okay, I'm going to cancel you because on behalf of all women, on behalf of all these people, like, what? Like, first <laughs> of all, you, you weren't there. And second of all, let's, you know, let's not even talk about the justice system and whether it's true or not and all the stuff that comes along with it. And then you start taking into account race. And, you know, it's it's so deep embedded that like when stuff comes out. I just kind of take a stance where I'm just like, you know, some of that is none of my business. Am I going to continue to view or watch or observe or whatever the case is? I will tell you right now, I still watch the Cosby show. I have, I have my child watching the Cosby show. Do I think he did it? Absolutely. (laughs) So do. But what I also think. Bill Cosby, he's close up with two different people. Right. So, Let's. I can't ignore the the person that he has become and added to our society because of these allegations. I just can't. He did some great things. He's yeah. like everybody else. He just has this extraordinary talent, right? And so, I've done some bad things. Maybe not to the magnitude, but who are we really to say what magnitude it is? There are victims of these crimes, and right. the victims get to determine like when forgiveness happens and all that stuff. The justice system, whatever you feel about it, people go through a court process, blah, 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 blah. It's not perfect. It's failed black folks, like all the things that come along with it. But at the end of the day, 
I heard I Believe I Can Fly not too long ago. And I am not an art like I only like when when I hear one of the like a nasty R. Kelly song come on, I'd be like, ooh, it was with a child. Like I can't do it. Right? Yeah. Ignition used to be my shit. It used to be my shit. I can't listen to yeah. ignition because I'd be like, ooh, that's nasty. Right? Like, ooh, I just mm-mm, I'm gonna change the station. I believe I can fly came on and I like almost I had a moment because if you think about the significance of that song at the time, right? And all like the fact the awards that mm-hmm. came with it, the recognition, the film, right? Yeah. That that it was the soundtrack for like yeah. that's a Space huge jam. deal. Yeah. You can't take that away because it was yeah. if we don't talk about being for the culture, Agreed. that's something that's for the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ignition not yeah. so much. And so I can yeah. I can rock with that. <laughs> I can rock <laughs> with that. And I can't take that away, right? Like if I believe, if I believe I can fly, come on the radio. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm, I just am. I am rather fond of. Uh, so, I and, and I've seen all I've seen all type of memes. Uh, if you hear the words "the same girl," uh, <laughs> say that again. If you listen to like if if you hear "Same Girl" by R. Kelly and Usher, right? Shouldn't Usher be in this talk too? Because they were talking to the same girl, although they were twins. <laughs> I'm not, I, 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 but but you know I can certain songs I'd be like, hmm. Was he really? You think about, about it differently. Like, you, you you I mean you do think you about it differently. To. Like you know, was he talking about? You know, a kid in this song. He wrote yeah. it. Like, 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 were you like, were you like when when I like when you when I when you hear "Sex in the Kitchen," mm-hmm. is he talking about a woman or is he talking about a, you know a, a or a trapped in the closet? Yeah, trapped in the closet. Is he, yeah. Is he referencing a, a, a boyfriend or a or a father of an underaged girl? <laughs> Or is he actually talking about that girl that he has trapped in the closet? Because remember, right, he, you know, that part. It's, 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 it's all different now. So, I mean, I, I, I've separated the man from the music, um, but they're just certain. Now, I will say, like I said last week, um, if you listen to the same the same girl remix, T Pain killed that shit. Like, you know, I will play it very loud. Um, numerous times. Also, if you, um, if you hear "I'm a flirt," the remix with T Pain kills it. Um, you know, so you just I don't know. Some people you can kind of separate the man from music. And, and if we're being honest, some of our fighters, some of our counterparts that are fighters of the sun, they do that shit regularly. Like, like so y'all y'all know where I live. There are folks that 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 that. And and, and and we'll just we'll we'll say it like this. There are folks that travel hundreds of thousands of miles to go to Graceland, and like Roy said earlier, Elvis married a fourteen-year-old kid. Yeah, I didn't know that. He did. Elvis. Elvis was. He, he, he married a fourteen-year-old. Kid. But, but but folks, oh well, I love Elvis. Elvis was a pedophile. Which I yeah. love him. Never got locked up. Never. 
They don't say a bad word about him, even though Look, Elvis you, is. Bro, if you, if you, bro, I, I, if you, if you went to Graceland right now and said anything against Elvis, I guarantee folks will be ready to fight you. Yeah. Even though Elvis is the biggest culture vulture of all time, Elvis, Elvis is only Elvis is only famous because he copied black people. <laughs> Elvis is big a, he, he sings like a black man. Like, God, I just watched that. He, he pretty much stole his whole style from a black man. His most famous yeah. song is written by, um, wasn't it Big Mama? Uh, uh, I can't remember her, I can't remember yeah. her name. And, and, and I know you're talking about though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did know those things. Yeah. I did know that he stole a lot of his music, his style, everything was, was just stolen. So I never had any respect for Elvis. I can't even... I couldn't tell you an Elvis song because I never gave a fuck. But I do know that the white folks love him. Yeah. And uh, and like you said, I've never heard anything negative about him. And you never will. And, and you never, and you never will. But 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 again, that that plays into that stigma of black men versus the world. Yep. You know? Man, so um, we're going to go to our last break. Um, it's one more thing we we gotta talk about before we get up out of here. So, um, man, y'all been if y'all been rocking this long, um, you might as well finish. Uh, <laughs> but the conversation's good. We'll be right back with more Hurts World. Welcome back to Hurts World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, to be hurt. And man, we are talking. We were just we just got done talking about the soccer player and his uh, soon to be ex wife and. Ventured off into Elvis and R. Kelly and Chris Brown and Dr. Dre and all them other good people. Um, so the last thing that I want to talk about before we get up out of here um, is having a conversation with um, an individual. And basically, um, the conversation said, well, hey, so-and-so is, so-and-so sounds real ghetto. As far as you know, how they sound um, on this particular po- on this particular podcast, and I said no. Nah. Um, it's a difference between being ghetto and ratchet. In my opinion, she got ratchet tendencies. Um, I won't tell y'all who it is, just you know, just for you know um, purposes. But is there a difference between being ghetto? And ratchet, in my opinion, being ratchet is man. You get you you like to do bald head whole shit with your friends, but you take care of business. You go to work every day. You pay your bills on time. Um, you know you you got you got your degrees. You you run you you take care of your husband. Your you know your spouse, whatever your 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 life partner. That but you but you like to do bald head whole shit with your friends on the weekend sometimes. Being ghetto, in my opinion, is you out here 30, 35, still fighting on the street over a nigga that really don't want you. You got three, four kids by four different niggas. Um, and you, and it's no knock to anybody on Section 8, but you getting, you know, food stamps and you selling them food stamps to go pop bottles at the club and you got 30 inch weave that you know um, you don't really keep done but that's just me I'm, and that's no knocks anybody like if you get if, if you consider your ghetto if you consider yourself ghetto I'm not by, by all means do, you, do your thing queen 
Um, but I feel like there there is a difference between you being ghetto and ratchet. What do y'all think? Uh, okay, I guess I'll go. I, w- I wanted to initially go last because I felt like my perspective was going to be completely different than everybody else. So if anybody else wants to go, I c- you know. I can. See, I always, I, I never looked at it as ratchet. I say, I, I prefer the word hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can, mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm professional, but I still do hood shit with my boys. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I can... I can walk down the street holding my wife's hand and be good, and then somebody say something, and then I can go hood real quick. Like I could beat your motherfucking ass if it right. leads to that. Like I'm always, I, I'm gonna choose to walk away from anything. Ghetto is is what I'm not. Like I'm not ghetto. I wasn't. I, I was raised in the ghetto, but I'm not ghetto. Like you know, they say you can take somebody out the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of them. That's what I'm not. Like right. I'm, I can eat Vienna sausages, but I can also go get me a hundred dollar tomahawk steak if I need to. Yo- <laughs> and uh, not yoga, but a money bag, your restaurant. So it, I don't know. So I just, I don't like the word ratchet because when I hear ratchet, I just, I just, I think it's a super derogatory term. So I think ratchet yeah. is ghetto. So I say hood as opposed to ratchet, but yeah, I'm, I'm hood, but I'm not, I'm not ratchet or ghetto. So that's, that's how I look at it. Okay. okay. What about you, Jack? I say fuck all them words. Is there a difference? <laughs> Every last one. <laughs> fuck you. Anything you gonna call me? You ain't your mama, and wherever the hell y'all came from. Period. Oh, period. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, really I don't like ghetto. Right. Because I I can't stand the word ghetto because ghetto is a fucking place. Yeah, it's a place that black people were placed. Yeah, or poor people were placed. So yeah. for other people, like, but my family, yeah, them yeah. too. Poor people were placed there. It became <laughs> it. it be, it's a function of something. It's the way people behave when they're placed mm-hmm. in a specific situation, and specifically when you are challenging their mm-hmm. ability to take care of themselves. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Didn't the word ghetto yeah. start with like? Uh, with Jewish people, like weren't they placed in the ghetto after after concentration camps or something like that? It didn't become ghetto though until right. black people oh, okay. came into the picture. But we got attached to it, then it became the ghetto. Yeah, okay. somewhere that, along that the way, it became synonymous with us. Really, fuck that shit. Yeah. A ghetto yeah. is it, a ghetto. And that's, by definition, right? It's, it's a, place. a place where people in poverty, you know, it's subsidized housing, it's it's government sponsored housing, and all of the things that come along with that. How yeah. we didn't turn behaviors into uh, yeah. turn it into a descriptor of behaviors is crazy. Know where mm-hmm. it comes from. But I feel like that's what hundred percent. That's why I want to hear no shit that's about where it. My, yeah. Well, that's where my perspective came was coming from. I felt like when I really sat and thought about it, when Marvin, I mean, Herc <laughs> sent me the list. <laughs> yeah, he's going to text me after this and be and like, I'm going to call you what I want to call you whenever um, I want to call you. Right. <laughs> period. And I'm going to call you Ratchet. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and Ratchet is done. Do Ghetto shit. is gone. <laughs> But um, but no, I uh, when I really thought about it, I felt like, you know, ghetto is a term that white people came up with to describe poor black behaviors, how poor black people act. Essentially, I want to say just black behaviors. And when you think about the word ghetto and, and the thing and think about how they've attached it to everything that we do, even if you're not 
from the hood or you're not actually ghetto, white people and the world really have attached that to anything black. So if I got pink hair, I'm ghetto. But if this white bitch, I'm sorry, Ky let's say Kylie Jenner d does it, then that make that's it's a it's a trend. It's cool. It's not ghetto. You know what I'm saying? If I have long nails with designs on it, it's ghetto. But if some white girl does it, it's trendy. You know what I'm saying? If I have box braids, it's too black. It's ghetto. But if this white bitch has it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they done came up with a new term for it. And now that's that's the shit. That's It's a new style. So mm -hmm. I don't like the word ghetto. I, don't, I feel like ghetto doesn't exist. Ghetto is just a derogatory term for black behavior. You know, she's too loud. She she's boisterous. She's obnoxious. If that's ghetto, no, we I'm just black. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the the whole ghetto thing, ugh. But as far as ratchet is concerned, and just just me personally, when I hear that term, I think gutter. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking somebody is doing something that is just yucky. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking having sex on a club bathroom floor type shit. When I think about Ratchet, that's what I think about. And it just could it could be because of where I'm from, who I've been around, you know, to why I attach it to that way. But when I think Ratchet, I think, you know, trifling. Just trifling, gutter. Why would you do that? You have no dignity for yourself. You have no, you know, respect for yourself type of shit. You know, if I if I'm gonna say oh, I'm about to go do ratchet things with my friends, instantly I'm thinking it's gonna be some fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Honestly, this you about to do some fuck shit. And whether we want to acknowledge that it's some fuck shit, it, we might be embarrassed by it the next day. It's some fuck shit. It's some shit you don't want to tell somebody about. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the people that was there, it's some shit that you would be embarrassed about ten years later. You know what I'm saying? It just you know, they, they have this um, Freak Nick video going around. Whomever was doing ratchet shit on those videos, about to be real embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, I just... Look, you know, it, it'll to me, ratchet shit will come back and haunt you. I swear to God, I bet not see my mama. I swear to God, I bet not see my mama on that damn video. I swear to God, I'm going to start shot both of them. No, but, see, but see, here's the thing. Now, I went, and, and I could only speak for me and Stacey, well, me and Stacey, Mm. Um, I went to an HBCU. The shit that yeah. happened. The shit that happened in Freak, Freak Nick probably ain't no worse than have than, than, than the shit that happened in the club. And you was and the cues was uh walking around picking bitches up, putting you know putting their cushions, putting their, putting their coochie in their face off the end anyway. List. That's uh, why I said I hope they don't do a documentary on the road supper club. But oh, uh, it's going down. <laughs> Bruh, you know, do you know how many females I've seen? Yeah. Yeah. Freaknik is Freaknik is probably no worse than anything that you've done on a Thursday or a Saturday night in the club in college. To be um, honest, I don't care. I just don't I don't wanna see it on I don't wanna see I don't want them to make a documentary about it. I feel like if people want to be ratchet, I've had a ratchet moment where I did some gutter shit. You know, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want that. I don't want to see that shit on camera in 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just annoyed. Why are you coming out with a documentary? You I know? Mean, I think it's y'all. Y'all hit on some on some fire ass points right there. I think me personally. Uh, first, I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. Have you ever noticed how, like, everything is ghetto 
until it becomes trendy by a white person. Like, have you absolutely ever, like have you ever noticed absolutely. how? Damn, I forgot who said. They said everybody want to be black until it's time to be black. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you can get rich, you can get rich and yes. famous and successful off of being black. I like, like what's a, what's a little dumbass little white girl name? Um, Bad baby, bad Bobby, bad, but bad baby, I don't, whoa, baby, I don't, all them, them little dumb yeah. Like you can, you can be a, a a white boy from the suburbs and make a career off of pretending to be a hood, uh, uh, pretending to be hood. So that's right. one point. But have you ever noticed how, like, right when it's like almost like a black and power movement coming, like when we finally getting some getting. Uh, getting some footing, getting traction going on. It's something that they put out there. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's something that they put out there to kind of put us back a little bit. Like, have you ever, like the Freaknik documentary was coming out now, and this is, I bullshit you not, Freaknik was, they, they used to do some wild shit, but it's not, it's the same thing that they, that white people do on spring breaks in Daytona Beach. And Absolutely. Girls gone wild. Like, it's girl gone, it's girl gone. I can promise you right now, if you, like, I can promise you right now, I, I, I live in Columbia, but I can guarantee you Freak Nick ain't shit compared to what they're doing in the beast of Spain oh, right no. now. Because they was damn near naked. They was showing titties and fucking and doing all kinds of shit. I remember those videos. Got, I remember seeing clips of it. There are white you know what women. Saying? And they were underage, too. There are white so, women right now getting flown out to Dubai to get shit in their mouth right now. That's the worst <laughs> thing ever. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And Dubai. <laughs> Whoa, wait a goddamn minute. Wow, that, that turned my stomach. They really making it, they really making they doing a whole documentary about how look at these ghetto ass again. Look at these ghetto ass yeah. niggas doing this yeah. shit. We would yeah. never do this shit. Well, like if you go to Ibiza, Spain right now, I promise you now it's gonna be some millionaires or some guys. Fucking some 16-year-old white girls, like yeah. we having the time of our lives. But I've I've been in parties and seen motherfuckers doing eight lines of cocaine and having the time of their life. Like I've seen shit like that happen. Yeah. I've seen white and dudes I, do this shit. And I don't feel like, you know, and, I, and I'm not trying to get off topic, but I feel like it's really hard for black people specifically to understand that concept when they haven't been in white spaces. And for someone that's been in white spaces and seen how other cultures conduct themselves, I always get super defensive when people rag down on black people for doing things that I know everybody does. I know this is, I'm going to bring this up and this is very, very off topic, but my husband is a football coach. So I'm in the world of football. Um, There was a documentary that came out on Netflix about Valdosta uh, football team. Um, and it was just chronicling their, you know, they're like a, they're a big championship type team here in Georgia and it was following the kids. And I just want to note that they were fucking, they were underage drinking, they were doing drugs and this was all, they were partying. This was all on camera and it was literally on fucking Netflix and nobody batted an eye. I'm sitting up here thinking, I'm looking, they're talking about friends of theirs being drunk and being fucked up and stumbling. This is on camera. And these are 14, 15, 16 year old guys and girls. You understand what I'm saying? And nobody batted an eye. And he and I were just so just flabbergasted at the fact that, you know, that this was on 
freaking Netflix. Millions of people saw it and nobody said anything about these kids underage drinking, doing drugs or fucking. You know what I'm saying? But if that had have been Last black kids, even if they were over 21, we th- our community would have been ragged down on tremendously. And I'm just tired of shit like that happening. And there's always some black person that's steamrolling it being used. And in this situation is JD. Oh, I want to shed light on Freaknik. But I saw a video on Facebook the other day of Kanye holding the camera. And there was a black girl on her knees shaking her ass. And I felt disrespected. I was offended. Because if this is supposed to be shedding a light on Atlanta culture, why is that? Who This woman is probably 50. You know what I'm saying? And now she's on camera and in the most derogatory way, just being a bunch of uh, niggas around, Kanye holding a camera to her ass crack, and she's shaking her ass. You see what I'm saying? Like, why is that being put on TV? Make- Nobody gives a fuck. But I guarantee right you that if they did some shit like that for Girls Gone Wild, those white bitches would sue their ass so bad, there's no way that that documentary would even get any traction because those white folks would be on their head. But it's always easy breezy when it comes down to, to, to black people being, yeah. you know, put on the spotlight and, and, and derogatory things and whatnot. It's disgusting. And I'm not watching that bullshit. Because honestly, I don't even give a fuck. Why do I want to see some old-ass people, some now old-ass people on camera in the fucking 90s? I don't want to see that shit. I don't give a fuck. So, I'm going to watch it just <sighs> so I can say I watched it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to watch it for research purposes. For the <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and hold an episode about it. <laughs> And I'm, I'm gonna talk about it. like so. If your mama or daddy and your auntie was on Freaknik, come on, you know, let's talk about it. How you fit? But no, um, but no, I do feel like the exploitation of black people is something that is a sport. It, it is, Jazz. I know you. I, I think you, you want to say something because you kind of. I just going back to like the concept of like ghetto and ratchet and what is that all all mean right like we are constantly rebranding ourselves because every time we come up with something or every time we get labeled and create the you know there's these images created of us that always turn things that originated with us that may have been fun or funny or whatever that we take pride in or that it's cultural right and when i say culture i'm talking about black american culture specifically right Um, and then it's turned into something else because like when I hear ratchet, right? Like I couldn't even tell you where ratchet came from. Like I just started saying it. Like (laughs) it was just one of the things, right? But now we didn't turn it into like sophisticated ratchet, right? Like all these things and like what it comes (laughs) back to for me is like black politics of respectability. You have to be a certain way around them, but you can be a certain way around your own, right? And so these, these two these two mm-hmm. ways to be right the you know act this way and they'll think you're a good one like i reject all things yeah. that involve code switching i reject all things that involve um you know oh you're a good negro right because 
that is what people right, are using those right. words to do is to separate and say, oh, you're deserving of this and you're not. You're the kind of person that doesn't comply yeah. with the officer. Right. Like like this is so far rooted right. Good in point. Good point. how we are separated yeah. and treated. Oh, you've got a degree. Right. Like you speak well right like all the, i've heard it all i've been on both sides of it right oh, I, I hate that the one. way i dress makes a difference like all the things that mm-hmm. are created when we're just being we're just being and there are some yeah. ways where we have tried to quote unquote reclaim it right you almost can't have a conversation about ghetto and ratchet without having a conversation about nigga right because there is the same concept right, we're using right. these words as descriptors right and part of it is this fight within ourselves to be like well what what is our culture what does that look like what does that mean what am i comfortable with and the idea that it's not a monolith like we all have these different experiences it's even very hard for me to point to like what makes black culture black culture and there's something there's things that we have shared laughs about like you go to a comedy show and people start talking about you know, certain things, and you mentioned Vienna sausages, right? Like potted meat and all the things that <laughs> grandma used to have yeah. just in case you got hungry. Like, those are like, what does that look like and where does that come from? But at the same time, there's some black people who lived in the Northeast who, you know, whose parents were going to college in the early 1900s, right? Like, what does it mean to, to be black? And all those words are ways that we're trying to mm-hmm. define blackness where it's like, oh, you know, I'm educated, mm-hmm. but, you know, I like to uh, dance to juvenile when it come on, right? Like, <laughs> that's what this stuff has become. And it's like, why can't we just be people? Yeah. Why can't we just live? I will yeah. definitely back that ass up. But I do have a master's degree. And I like, never, fuck I Fuck that shit and back that ass up with the master's degree, you know, but we'll always be searching for that because we, we, we don't have an identity as, as a whole. And so there, there will always be, we'll always be grappling for a sense of identity in some way. And it'll always be a little bit tainted because, you know, of where we are, we, we are black Americans. We're not African, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Well, maybe, I don't know. You know, y'all look like black Americans, but, uh, we're from here and that, that in itself is an identity. Um, but we've lost so much that I feel like we'll be doing that forever. Um, so either we're going to do, like you said, Jasmine, and just reject all labels and just exist and be our, our genuine, authentic selves, no matter how that looks. Or we're going to continue to label. So my question before, like, that was perfectly well said by both you and ladies. I, I, I really appreciate all that. Um, but I, I honestly feel like both of y'all would fail the juvenile test. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> on my show? I'm just saying, y'all would, I, I feel like y'all... Y'all just admitted to that y'all would fail the juvenile test. That's strike three for you for today. You didn't came at me quite a few times. And now I'm failing the juvenile test. You know what? You'll never try it. I'm good. I'm good (laughs) over here, bro. They cool with me. (laughs) 
Listen, I got my husband in the other room. You know I don't. That don't mean I just did it. That don't mean you exactly. See, that, I hit see, me a little back there. But here's the thing: you know I'm on the show and ain't got my video on because I'm sick. And I came on the show. You don't do me. <laughs> Talk about something. Can you come on the show and and what? What's what, what was it? I, I talking about something an hour and forty minutes before. And you probably had an, an hour and forty notice. minutes. An hour's notice. I'm over here on antibiotics. I'm sick. And you <laughs> coming me again? I'm gonna find my way to Memphis. Stop playing with me. And you know, you know my husband. I can't be backing it up on no camera unless it's unless he's holding the camera. He can hold the camera. We're not saying don't do it, and we're not saying you know don't do it. We're just saying I I know you said I can't do it. All I'm I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if back that ass up, plays, y'all gonna move. That's all I said. That's That's not not what what it sounded like you were trying to say, but okay, I'm gonna let it ride. Uh That's all. All I'm insinuating or insinuating, insinuating. That's what he says. What it is. Is it back that ass up, please? That's nothing. Nothing to say. And there's nothing wrong with just that. not on camera. Cause I'm gonna check for one before I. I'm gonna be like, oh, and I'm gonna look around like, who trying to? Y'all ain't gonna get me. <laughs> look, it's nothing wrong with moving a little bit to back that ass up. Do you, Queen? By all means, and will just know that you know I know. That y'all gonna fail that test every time. You made it seem like it was the other way around. Um, oh, you gonna double back on that, huh? No, no, no. Okay, no, no, Marvin. No, no and, and, and in no way, shape, fashion, form was that to ever to to to, to disrespect y'all. Like I just know that y'all you are sophisticated wretched. You gotta take a strike away, Miss Jasmine. He I, wasn't I will take that strike yet. away. Right. I, will. I will take everything that came with okay, it. Cool. I thought you were saying the opposite, which is that I would not dance to said song. No, 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 no. You, you were, you were most definitely, and and, and this is how I know you were most. Definitely, <laughs> you were my friend, and you've been my friend for longer than five years. So I know you would move if back that ass up came on. Same thing about same thing for Stacy. I know it. I know she would move. Now would she move very very slowly? Because there's a giant individual that may knock her head between the rocks and dry <laughs> Not saying he gonna do that, but you know that that's a big dude. I'm not. I don't want them problems. Um, you know. So, but she would move. A lot of sophisticated, educated black women. It's a classic. Back that ass up. It's a, a classic. It is. It is a classic, man. So, um, no. I stand I corrected. Saying, you know, um, good. Um, and stop telling folks I got you at the last minute. They ain't have to know that. It just so happened that, you know, another guest. If had been stri- well, if you hadn't been on strike three, I would have never said anything. Well, now they know. And now we ain't. And, and now you only on like strike so two. So <laughs> I guess you get a freebie. Wait, so I don't. So wait, I don't even know what strike one was. I ain't do nothing. Calling him late. Oh, I missed that. He called me late. Mm. That's strike three. Okay, I don't take no, I don't take oh, nothing oh, back. Oh, nah, what? Yeah, they were clowning us. They were clowning us before no, you got we, on. We did not say a word before y'all hopped on. 
I, did. I got a link at four o'clock. We knew y'all was gonna be late. I was looking was at my email day. like, really? I, Hello? I Hello? I called it, but it didn't say a thing, though. Well, I, I mean, it, it, it the strikes defense, are back. It's all love. In my, I, in my <laughs> defense, I was literally trying to find said email. Um, but no, um, we're not gonna go, we're just gonna go straight into it. Um, y'all let um, everybody know how they can find y'all on social media if y'all want to be found. If y'all got anything, events coming up that y'all want to promote, go ahead and let's do that now. And uh, then we'll get up out of here. So let's start with, um, let's start you with You know what? <laughs> so if y'all want some insurance, I'm licensed in your state more than likely. I want y'all to know y'all need to have insurance, house insurance, car insurance, life insurance. Don't get me started talking about the GoFundMes, because I will. You insure your phone, but you won't insure your life. Oh, no. I'm just saying. They don't insure their phones either. Okay, so y'all just dropping money because <laughs> you can. Put the money on on yourself. Um, don't have your family out here passing the hat around and, and out here like, oh, we can't stay in the house no more. Like, don't do that. Um, on Facebook, it is the J McDonald agency, J McDonald agency, um, on Instagram and Twitter and everything else is at Miss Jasmine. Um, and then you call the office 815-788-1800, press two for me. Um, test one, if you want to talk to anybody on the staff, but we'll help you out. Um, and then there's some other stuff as far as like, you know, we do some property management in Illinois. So if you're local to Illinois, um, we can help you out with some other things as far as real estate is concerned and mortgages and stuff like that. Uh, Royce, go. Uh, I don't have a business, nothing like that. But if you could follow my wife's business, uh, she is a pet groomer. And we have just started our own business here in, in Rio Negro, Colombia. So follow Coney Cuts on Instagram. And then also just support my professional football team out here too, Bejo Broncos out in uh, Bejo, Colombia. So just support people I know, just, you know, just trying to get a, get our names out there and uh, just do some things. So appreciate that. Appreciate you having me on, Big Hurt. No problem. Now wait, you said yo. Now when you say your professional football, like you own no, no, no. Like I play, I play on the team. Like I'm, I'm playing and coaching oh. on the team. Not, not my team. Uh, no, no. Uh, when you say football, you mean soccer? No, American football. So it's Amer- oh, okay, yeah, Amer- okay. it's American football out in Colombia, and I just found this league, and uh, I'm actually hurt right now. I tore a calf muscle, but I'll be back in like a month. But uh, yeah, okay, so okay. this is something I was actually going to ask her. Can I get your uh, contact info, Miss Stacy? Because I want to speak with your oh. husband about how I can help, how things I can do to help improve my team. Because I want us absolutely. To be, so I want absolutely. to be the best. So uh, yeah, you know, us, us black folk, we got to stick together. So I want absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, if you can just uh, follow, if if you get a chance, again, follow my wife's uh, my wife's mm-hmm. uh, business. Con- again, Coney Cuts, and that's uh, two as K U N K O N Y. K U T Z. I came up with the name, so if she ever tried to leave me, I'm getting half of that. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, also, man, yeah, Bejo B E L L O. The two L's make a Y sign, uh, mm-hmm. make a Y sound. So Bejo Broncos. Uh, yeah, just follow us on Instagram and just support the teams, man. 
Spell it. Spell it. Spell a team name again. One yeah, B E L L O Broncos, and because the two L's in Spanish makes a Y sound. So yeah, B E L L O Broncos. Yeah. So just give us a follow. You know, just keep up. See how we doing out there. We'll do. Um. Stace, what you got? Stace. So you can follow me on Facebook at B Stace. That's B E. S-T-A-C-E. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at face, the number two, Stace. May 1st, my new website will be coming out, stacybebrand.com. And on that website, I will be providing notary services. Um, I am rebranding my book that came out last year, Bare Thoughts. So it'll be a deluxe edition. It'll have new content in it. Um, you'll be able to purchase it in an ebook and physical copy on Amazon. And, um, yeah, just support your girl. Man, um, I just want to, you know, personally say thank y'all all all so much for, um, coming on. Like, and so y'all know that when, when, when I do Herx World, it's always from a place to uplift the culture or, get people to come on and talk about things that affect our culture. Um, whether it be an ally of the culture, whether it be black people themselves, whatever it is, Herxwell is always here to uplift and be a safe space for you to come on and talk about the different things that affect our culture. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that Royce and Stacy uh, was like, hey, I want to be on a show to talk about, you know, what to talk about this particular topic. Yeah. I was like, okay, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. I gotta make it work just because it, it, it's gonna be a good, genuine conversation. It's gonna come from a, a good, it's gonna come from a good space. It's not gonna be no BS. Um, and then I know I called, you know, Jasmine at the last second, but like I've always said in the past, you know, from, from, from day one, Jasmine has been, Hurts world um, to the to the top, whether it be sponsoring stuff, giving different advice. Hey, talk about this. Don't say this. Ask this this way. You know, it's it's whatever. So you know, you coming on, the three of y'all coming on, and you know, just kicking it with me um, is always, always, always um, grateful for me. Um, and. It don't be my fault that y'all be on here for like two hours. Um, I had fun because it just flew by. I did too. It's fun. Yeah, and, and I say it that did. because like one, it's fun because y'all like y- y'all are very opinionated. Um, y'all don't hold shit back, and y'all just hey, this is what it is, and this how this how I feel about it, and it's coming from a, a genuine spot, um, you know. So I just want to thank y'all uh, for for coming rocking with me. Um, this is episode 46, which means we are four episodes away from 50. Um, if I use my remedial math skills, um, we should be dropping episode 50. Where the hell is my calendar? Okay, there it is. Um, if I use my remedial remedial math skills, we should be dropping episode 50. One, 
two, three, four. We should be dropping episode 50 the day before the one-year anniversary of Hearts World. Um, so that is coming. Um, Hearts World does turn one in, in about four weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I also turn 36 in four weeks. Um, if you call me old, fuck you and your mama. Um, <laughs> I'm not old, I'm seasoned. Um, but no. Um, we're we're, we're inching, inching close to the one-year anniversary. We are also inching close to um, the 50th episode of Herc's World. Thank y'all so, so much for the continued support. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, thank y'all for the comments, um, the different things that, you know, y'all talk, or want us to talk about. I know I didn't get to everything, um, you know, so I can, I, but I can always come back and talk about those things that y'all wanted to talk about. Shout out to Kendrick and uh, T-Dog for the, for the suggestions. We're going to get to those. Um, but as always, if you don't work, you don't eat, you got to crawl for you can walk, walk for you can run, and man, run before you can fly. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel at Herx World. Follow us on Facebook at Herx World. Follow us on Instagram at Herx World 24. Until the next time you hear my voice, man, y'all stay safe. Y'all take care of each other. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's Herx World underscore 24 is the Instagram. Um, stay safe, stay blessed, and by all means, um, if you have, if you are a young lady of any any substance, and this comes on, shake your ass. We out.